CinePulpMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OGK dub, Kenny Watson. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome. We're live on the air. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Coming to you live from sunny, yet getting colder, Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me as usual is Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Oh, uh, you know, Monday night. Let's do it. No, I didn't know. We're going to yeah. do it? Yeah. And with me, of course, as uh, uh, my buddy. Of course. Of course. Hasn't been on the show for a while. JR, what's up, JR? Nothing. Same old. Same old? Yep. Monday night goofball. <laughs> is that what you are? That's what we're watching. Oh yeah, we got Monday Night Football on the background, and the uh, the Saints are getting uh, are the 49ers are getting worked right now. That's which not is, nothing. They're getting clobbered. Which is right. Well, it's I think they only had two possessions so far. Hey, welcome and thank you for listening. Tonight's guests are Randy Yoho, uh, owner promoter of Dade City Raceway, Davey Coombs, owner of Racer X Magazine, uh, Graham Poobah of the Promoter Sport of Group MX Sports, as well as Andrew Short, Captain America. Racing this weekend, Motocross the Nations in Colorado. What makes him Captain America? Why isn't Dungey or Kennard Captain America? I'm de- I'm determining who's Captain America. All right. Well, if anyone's Captain America, it should be the guy that won all the races. Yeah, maybe maybe that's so. Yeah. Hey, can you pull your mic up again? Can I'm you? gonna tell Short that too. If you're listening, Andrew. Yeah. We're gonna call you Princess America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, well, hey, thank you, uh, thank you, everybody for listening, and don't forget you can access this show on iTunes. Uh, you can also listen to the archive the next day as well. Stitcher.com if you have a smartphone. Uh, you can ch- check it out on there. Pulp MX shows on Stitcher.com. So you can listen to it on your, on your smartphone, which is what a lot of people uh, seems to be doing more and more. Um, very exciting show. Kenny, we, we didn't have a show last week. Yeah, it sucked. I was ready for it too. Yep, but a lot happened. A lot has. Trey Kennard. Champion. Your 2010 250 national champion like in, an, in an unlikely turn of events. That's Christoph Purcell, six minutes to go, out front, looking like he's going to win it. and uh, Broken wing? It dislocates his shoulder, yeah. Wow. Was, was Purcell, like, texting or something while he was riding? And yeah. Yeah, he could have been. He might have been. Um, he's distracted, like Kenny Watson. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Yeah, so Trey Kennard is your champion, which is really cool. I feel bad for Purcell. I feel happy for Trey Kennard. I'm happy for both guys, I guess. Or I mean, I wanted both guys to win. They both deserve it, kind of. In, uh, but in one way... Canard won five races to Purcell's two, so I don't know. I, I think seems I like think, maybe the best guy won. I, I you yep. know, if you, uh, I, 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 I did. I just had a feeling in the back of my mind that he was going to win for some reason. That's why I asked you, like when I was texting you and calling you, I'm all, hey, right, w- what's going on? And you're all, and I'm like, how many points? And you, like, I never said nothing to no one, but I'm, I'm happy for Trey. Right. He's a super good kid. I think he's a good ambassador for the sport. Yeah. I'm um, no disrespect to Purcell, but uh, Purcell or whatever you want to call him, but uh, hey. We kept this championship in the states where it belongs. Wow, just like that. Hey, and I don't have nothing. I, I like I like Purcell. I like uh, what he does. But hey, Dude, you know that's what? That's so funny, isn't it? Though, <laughs> I, I I I'm hey, kudos to Trey, man. Right. Kudos to Trey. Right. Uh, he worked hard. He, he's overcome a lot of uh, stuff in his life. You know, off the bike with mm-hmm. his dad passing and him and his mom doing it, man. So give it up for the kid. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, and Ryan Dungey went one one to Paula. That's odd. Wait, what did he do? Yeah. One one. Wow. 
Surprise. And he won again. Um, hey, do you remember the show after Sacramento? What happened to Dungey? Dungey's done. And I said, don't count him out. He'll be back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, but I believe you. Okay, perfect. That's all I can ask. Let's uh, let's take a moment here to thank our sponsors for the show, JGRMX.com, uh, one of the leading, one of the up-and-coming leading in- people up there for uh, motors and suspension. Cody Cooper. What about Cody Cooper? Cody Cooper's coming back next year, you guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I, got a, I got a phone call. Uh, Les Smith uh, runs their stuff, uh, or he did. Uh, Cooper Webb, CRF 150 champion. Beat all the other CRF 150s out there. Uh, <laughs> uses JGR motors and suspension. Um X-Brand Goggles, 40% discount for this week. Type in Xcode 2010, 40% off discount for X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. Kenny, X-Brand Goggles, if you can name the athlete that X-Brand Goggles has competing this weekend against the world's best, I'll give you that monster, one of those monsters out of the fridge. Well, first of all, if I wanted a monster, I would take it. Okay. Second of all, uh, I'll tell you what. Don't give him the Bud Lights, dude. No way. Yeah, you can have one of those Bud Lights. No. I, don't, I don't. I don't drink beer, but uh, if you can name the X brand goggle athlete that is racing this weekend at Motocross the Nations, Zach, not Zach Osborne. No. Good one though. <laughs> oh, Albert. Albert. Oh, Regal. No. Uh, Albertines? No. Albertines? Uh, what's his Who's name? Albertines? 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 That's a grocery store. Where he goes for groceries, yeah. Um, give him a hint. Would it maybe be like a substitute I writer? should give him a hint. He still won't get it. Is it a recent substitute it's a, writer? No, it's a it's a member of Team Canada. Oh, shoot. I would <laughs> never do <know> that. <laughs> They're going? I don't even know. I don't even I, – I know like – I don't even know like a guy. I know one guy. Name, like, name three riders at Racing Canada. <laughs> in Canada or yeah. for Canada? In oh, Canada. In, in Canada, Josh DeMuth. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, name yeah. three Canadian Canada. riders. Name three Canadian riders. Uh, okay, I know. I know Current? No. Yeah. I, I know. The, yeah. Those, uh, Menegay? Menegay. Menegay? Adam Menegay or uh, what's his Tyler name? Tyler Medaglia? Medaglia. Is There's brothers. Menegay, the track builder. There's two of them, right? <laughs> Randy Menegay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's two of them, right? Yes, yes. The, the yep. two brothers. Yeah. And then Medaglia. The, the, the one dude that always wins, but he sucks in America. Um, uh, uh, he rides for Blackfoot. Yeah, Red okay. Greenfoot. He rides for the Greenfoot. Joe Joe guy. What's that guy's name? Joe. Joe Skid? Joe Skidmarks, yeah. <sighs> he rides for that. Okay. Well, yeah. Clat. It could be D- Dusty Clat or Colton Fasciati. Fasciati, right? Okay, yeah. That's the, that's the fast dude. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Dustin Clapp. <laughs> the athlete that X-Brand Goggles have five minutes later, Kyle Keast. Will be running X Brown oh, goggles. Kyle Keast. Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, he will be wearing X Brown goggles this weekend as Canada attempts to make the A main. Uh, other sponsor of the show, TREMX. Free shipping, anything over hundred dollars. Hey, Kenny. S- speaking of TREMX. Yeah. I called them today and I said, Hey, we need a code to do it, and they're all, Hey, we thought you guys were the show was done. I go, No, we're going to stay on the air for the fans and our sponsors through December. Just to make you guys. I go, I'm not promising a show every week, but yeah. we'll do like one or two right. a month. So, you know, TRE? Yeah. It's for you, baby. Yeah, we're, we're still doing a show. Uh, next week's show at Motocross the Nations, I think we should have one because it's Motocross the Nations. For sure. I flew fly back in Colorado. I get in at 5 o'clock. So. Uh, on Monday? Yep. So why don't we just push it back an hour? We might push it back an hour to 7. Why wouldn't you just run it on Tuesday or something? Nah. But then the next weekend, Kenny, I want to have a show too because the Kawasaki dealer meeting is in town. And Matt Cowie PR guy promised, sort of half promised. That would be that awesome to get him because I'm trying to get a Cowie deal for my right. team and I can't even get a phone call back. Well, we're going to have a show on Tuesday after 
the Montreal Supercross because Monday I'm still flying back from Tim Ferry's retirement party celebration. Speaking of that, did you get Blosen? He's in. Yeah, Good. he's in. Good. Thanks for not getting me his number though. I did give you his number. No, you never did. You never text me Maybe back. Maybe I text him his his number. Well, whatever. Listen. Cowie Monster PR is going to bring either Villapoto, Wilson, both guys. I don't know. Somebody from Cowie will be in studio sitting with Justin clean, Are you going to clean the house? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So what time do you want me here? You're out. What? You're out. I want to meet the Cowie dudes. <laughs> well, I love Dean Wilson. Go to the Cowie show. <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, really? So I don't get to come? Yeah, you don't get to come. Dude. Sorry. I'm taking the T-shirts back. That's <laughs> the only reason you called me, dude. I knew it. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Pull. Papa Mex show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Kelly in St. Louis. Hey, Kelly in St. Louis. Hey, what's hey, up, Kelly, man? Kelly, what's happening, bud? Hey, Watson. Hey, uh, I just wanted to get you guys' uh, picks for uh, for Saturday for the donations uh, well, for the American. not Canada. Oh. I got Hollywood on the map. I got Hanson, um, Reed. Uh, Kelly, I don't think there's any way. Photo. Watson, whatever. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, you there? Yes, sir. I don't think there's any way America loses. Like, it'll be another yeah, Bud's Creek. No there's no chance. Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, on on altitude, on that track with those riders, um, there's no way America loses. It's just a matter of whether they win every moto or not. And they might, they may, they may not. Caroli's pretty damn fast. Um, I think the French were going to be a big factor until Porcel got hurt. And so I've right. got to think, I don't know, Italy, they lost Philipparts. So... Dude, I don't know. Belgium's always there no matter who they send. They got Ramon. Ooh. Um, you don't know who yeah. Ramon is, Kenny. Yeah. What's, the, what's his first name? Uh, uh, Steven Ramon or something? <laughs> Whatever. Um, Didn't he play the guitar in the Ramones, right? His what do you th- died? <laughs> what do you think, Kelly? Uh, I'm with you. I mean, America's going to dominate. There's, there's no way. Dungey, I mean, come on. Kennard. Gosh. And yeah. short. Yeah, it's right. going to be... It's going to be nice. Yeah, we don't no. have to worry this year. <laughs> no, for sure. It'll be another Bud's Creek, I think. But uh, it's, you know what? No matter what, Donations is really cool to go. If anybody's listening, um, try hey. to make it there. It's really cool. Kenny, I know you're not going. Hey, it's... are you going, buddy? Uh, me? No, uh, I'm stuck in St. Louis right no way. Yeah, I'm stuck in Vegas. You know what, Kelly? It's oh, hey, yeah. hey, the Blues season is starting up, so it's not that bad. I'd be all right. All right, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Oh, I'm not a really big hockey fan. Well, that's your mistake. Hey, how about how about either am I? It's gay. How about the uh, Raiders <laughs> beating up on the Rams last weekend? Love that. Did they really? Yeah, they beat down the Rams. Oh my goodness, that's embarrassing. <laughs> the Raiders. Well, All right. see, we got we new quarterback. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you got a better quarterback. You're right. Um, right on, Kelly. Well, thanks for calling, man. Thanks. Great show, guys. Keep going. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Kenny, are you still leaving the show? Yep. Okay. All right. Hey, you so, guys so, hear so I, crazy. So, so we got you this. this. I'm good then. Yeah, you're in. You're hey, in. Hey, check this year. out. What? The Hard Rock is hosting the new Real World on MTV in Vegas. The oh. Real World MTV yeah, is they, doing Vegas. They were in like uh, ten years ago or five. Yeah, years they ago did the Palms. Yeah. Like they're one doing of the it first again. Second show. So they're doing it again at the Hard Rock, yep. and um, they're going to put uh, one of the employ one of the cast members is going to work at Hard Huntington Tattoo Company. Oh, nice. So. They're gonna they're gonna interview every single person in the cast and pick one person, and it looks like yours truly is gonna be part of the committee to pick them. Nice. No. So, uh, right. Once again, you're gonna see me on the big screen with my fat head and my fat belly. No, your belly's Maybe all right. Once again, what was the first time? I don't know. He's always maybe uh, LA Coliseum '97. Dude, have you seen uh, YouTube? Ally Sports, bro. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that. Sports. oh my god. You haven't even seen that. Uh-uh. You haven't seen my interviews. What did you hey, uh, know, uh, dude? Uh, kill it. I kill it. This is what you're going to be to MTV. My liaison. That's what I you're going to be to MTV. I'm going to be the liaison. So um, him and Trishel are celebrity celebrity judges. Right. Wasn't she on that? Hey, let's uh Let's get to some emails. Hey, you know what else? I, I want to talk I want to I want to talk about the Coster. I want to talk about the Coster. I want to talk about. I have my people trying to get hold of the Snookies people. Nice. Okay. I want to date. I want to go take her on a date. I want to take her. You're not out. Guido, dude. Yeah, dude. There's no you chance. Need, you need juice, another foot and height, and then you need like an accent and a big plate. Dude, of I will Italian do whatever food. it takes. Bro. I know everything. He do ever. You're I a Snooky lover? Serious? Yeah, I do like her. I like to pull her hair. Huh. Can we get to some emails? Go ahead, dude. Come on, dude. Go ahead. Let's this hear those lame from, emails. Kenny and I were catching up. This is from Clint. I'm a huge Pulp MX show fan. I've heard them all maybe twice, and I just listened to Monday show with Ellis and got so pissed at that dude. Is he for real coming on your show like that, trying to bash and make fun of you, Steve? Seriously? Who does that guy think he is? He honestly thinks he's the coolest dude on the face of the planet. I could not believe how he talked to you like he did. You did such a good job at staying cool, but I know you wanted to rip into him. Anyways, what a freaking loser he is. You guys are awesome. I hope Kenny stays. You all are great together. Uh, I saw Ellis at Pala. And he said you look skinny, right? No, I walked up to Ellis. And uh, I said, hey, uh, you know, I'm Steve Mathis. Uh, you just did my radio show on Monday night with me and Kenny Watson. And, uh, hey, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you coming on. And he went, oh, yeah, no problem. No problem, man. He shook my hand. And he's like, you are fat. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then we, But then, you know what, we talked and we hung out for a little bit. And, uh, um, you know, I don't know. I didn't. Who's Jason Ellis? Come on. He was on the. He's on. I understand. Oh, I'm, you know I'm, who he I mean, is, right? Right. I know who he is, but right. like, I didn't know all that went down. Sorry, I didn't. No, yeah, you, you don't. You don't listen to the archives, Justin. Dude, I'm busy, brother. <laughs> Come on. So, anyways, uh, that's Clint's email. This is emails from James uh, Mathis. I didn't get your. Didn't mean to get your panties in a bunch when I said I didn't give two shits about Canadian motocross series. I was just giving my opinion, which I felt was probably in line with many of your other listeners. I am just keeping it real with you. If you don't want to listen, no biggie. I can handle the truth, but can you? I didn't get you worked up when you and K-Dub talked shit about Sharon, Pennsylvania, which is my old hometown, because what you said is true. The talent pool in Sharon, PA, isn't very deep, and half of the chicks don't have teeth. You need to roll with it, though. It's not a bad thing if you're creative. I can handle the truth. And then he goes on and says he's a big fan of the classic commentary, and he likes the shows, and whatever. So um, still down on Canadian Moto, though, this guy. Remember the email, Kenny, that I, I read? I do remember. But, and you know what, dude? It's, uh, what are you going to do? Damn. I don't think... It's B League. It's B League. There's no chance, though. He said a B rider could go and like. There's no chance a B rider can beat Colton Fasciati. There's no, no chance. No way. But maybe the other guys. <laughs> no way. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, we have some guys that are maybe like 10th through 15th on East Coast, you know, or West Coast or uh, Supercross guys. Uh -huh. They go there and they don't dominate. Right. I mean, look at Troy Adams. Troy Adams is a legit top 10 guy in Supercross when he has his game on, mm -hmm. and and he's struggling. Yeah. Demusa, what? Three-time arena cross champion, yeah. he he, yeah, Kenny. he he ain't winning races. No. You got to give those guys props. They they're good on their home soil and they're good there. I right. mean, I I, hey, uh, I, can't, um, I can't bash Canadians. Let's listen to some messages. You know, we were off last week, so we got quite a bit of messages. Uh, I think there was. Hopefully, the messages aren't like your emails, which are like a month long. You said email, not ebooks. Yeah, know? I know, I know. Sorry, but sorry to keep you. I know you're like really busy. Hey, by the way, Justin Jr. just brought in hot off the presses Pulp MX T-shirts. And hats. So look for those for sale on a website ASAP. Get yours now. Kenny, I will give you a discount on a hat and a shirt. Probably 10 off. Um, so you're hooked up. 
And that is bitchin'. just confirmed that that's the only reason you called me. Not, not at all. Don't even lie. Not at all. Bitchin'. I need some Kenny, new clothes. Kenny has not been paying attention to me that much lately, and we, we talked about how you and I can at least. Yeah, we flow, dude. We, we can talk, we and he can just. We about how we didn't need Kenny. Right. Let's, uh, let's listen to some messages. Yeah, this is uh, Joseph, also known as the country pilot on Vital, and had two questions real quick. Uh, first question is uh, for Watson. Uh, what, uh, was he really there with Paris when she got busted with the blow uh, a couple weeks back? And if so, uh, how does that line up? Uh, no pun intended. And secondly, uh, with the 450 class being so stacked next year, um, who do you think is going to get left out in the cold? Do you think there will be any new teams uh, come in, any new any new spots open up on something we don't know about yet, or do you think they'll have some big name riders like possibly a Nick Lee or somebody like that uh, kind of left holding the bag? So uh, keep up great work, guys. Thanks. Kenny? I was in the car. We were following them to the club. Okay. And uh, luckily I wasn't in the car because I would have went down to Would have been trouble, yeah. And, and Yeah, uh, and you're in, in the second and third part of your question, I'll answer one part. Yeah. Definitely some people are going to be stuck holding the bag. Yeah, looking for a ride, and that is when Hard Huntington will scoop it, swoop in. Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe in the next week or two, I'll have something to talk about with a with a rider. But oh yeah, uh, we're, well, we're, I, heard, I heard this past weekend, Josh Grant, done deal. Oh. Apparently, these guys don't realize that I do the show with you. Well, this is what I got like, to say about Josh Grant. I, I was down in California on Friday night. I had to go take care of some business down there, and after the business, they added there was a little. Uh, fundraiser poker tournament in uh at j star motoring and i went there and uh was getting ready to leave and it was about twelve thirty. and then who walks through the door um josh grant and his lady who's pregnant looking to have a kid anytime one of josh's buddies and another girl and uh-huh. i looked at josh grant and josh grant had a brand new fresh rock star hoodie and hat on oh so right there makes me think he's riding for rock star and maybe that's the team he's going. So, but you were rock star hard in Huntington last year, Kenny. But we're not rock star next year. We have got uh, Kenny's breaking gonna, it right on the show. We're moving away from rock star. Rock star has decided they wanted to part ways with us, uh-huh. which is cool. We, you and, know, and, and you're and, uh, sure Grant stuff was freshly. It had he was popping tags. There was creases in it. Right, and right, he went right. To the rock star concert that rock star did with Event Sevenfold oh, and uh, the. Uh, down with the sickness so, band, whatever band. Valley Yamaha, maybe? Valley Rockstar Yamaha? I, 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 would, I, I don't know. I right. didn't ask him. And yeah. I said, oh, yeah, Rockstar. And he goes, yeah, it looks that way. So, hey. Right. And don't, don't get me wrong. I've talked to Josh Grant, but I did not talk to Josh Grant in heated conversations about writing for me. Right. But, uh, you know, we, we're talking to some other people. I know. I just, I just I know it wasn't going to happen. I just brought it up because I, I think to myself, you know, I, see, I live in Vegas with Kenny. And you know I do this show on Monday nights with Kenny. Wouldn't you think that I would know who's going to be on the team and who's not or whatever, you know? Yeah, but well, I got, I, got, I got a guy that we're really, you know, pushing for. And, and you know, right. we, we, we had a serious conversation with him, Kerry Hart, myself, Steve Astafin, and this guy, this rider, um, over the weekend. A conference call for about two hours, worked a lot of things out. Um, there's some things that still need to be worked out. But, Why uh, is Astafin involved? Because he is our that's manager hard, and is our agent, and he does all our contracts and negotiations with Dodge. And what Dodge is looking for, and you know what they're expecting, and just asking. It's everybody uh, you know, get the back all up to, to let you guys know. Uh, you know, Hart and Lane does have a new title sponsor, and yeah. I can say that it it is Dodge, and it's a three year deal. I think anybody who listens to the show has known that, but 
a little well, slice. Well, I'm just telling yeah, you, right. people are, I remember at the beginning, you, you know, JR was sitting here when here. people were saying, oh, Dodge, there's no way, yeah. Fiat, you're full of shit, you know. So. I, I remember the text that you showed me on your phone. It was something to do with the company that owns it is this, blah, blah, blah. And Kenny's laughing. Like, ah. like the, the text was like, it's never going to happen, Watson? Basically yeah. calling right. him a clown. I, you right. know, even your buddy, Coy. Never happened. Remember? Remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're full of shit. He was the first one to call hey, he's me. He's a sponsor of the show, though. I don't care. He's my friend. <laughs> and uh, They play arms together, dude. Yeah, they did. Dude, Coy was the first one to call and congratulate me because he really thinks, he goes, man, I wish this would have happened sooner because I could have, you know, up yeah. the deal with No, Toyota. he's explained to me it's going to help Toyota. Yeah, it's going to help the deal with them. So uh, let's, let's listen to some more messages, shall we? Do it. Hey, Peter Norris calling. From one Canadian to another, if you guys think that Mathis is not a trained athlete, you're crazy. I've seen that guy in hometown buffet, and I've seen him eat so quickly that he turned one of those ladles for scooping potato salad into shreds of, of wood, like toothpick size. The, the friction was just beating the shit right out of this thing, and it was flying all over the room. You wanted eye protection. Looked like a power saw hit it, so... Uh, Let's get off. This one is a little amusing. So, thank you. Hey, hello, Steve. I'm Carl from Quebec, Canada. Um, it would be very nice uh, if if I could join you for your show. Uh, I'm Carl Grenier, again, uh, a big fan of motocross. Uh, I'm gonna be in Las Vegas next week from uh, September 11th. And if your show is uh, if you're in the, your studio for your show on the Monday night, it would be very cool if I could join you guys. Uh, even if I just sit down over there and listen to you. If, if, um, if you think it's cool, yeah, it would be very, very, very great. Um, my phone number is, is or I wrote you an email. My email is so if you think... Uh, if you want to chat about it or something, you can give me a buzz. Okay, see you. Uh, that sounds like George St. Pierre. From the Carl USC, wanted dude. to sit in on the show. Kenny, I've gotten a few emails. This is about the third. This is the first. Uh, this guy emailed too. So this is about the three or four emails. People are in Las Vegas on vacation. They want to come and sit in on the show. Yeah, they want to take we, need my to, spot. we need to charge them. How do you yeah. feel about that? No, no, I, I'm cool with it, but we need to charge them hey, an entry fee. Time out. I'm, I'll sell my <laughs> spot to the highest bidder. That's what I'm going to do. Well, your spot, you, this is the first time you've been here in like months. It's the first time you called me. No, and I've called you before. I I've called you before. BS. Bullshit. I've called you before. Yes. Um, how do you feel about that, Kenny? Uh, I'm, I'm all in. Would you? But what if you were me with a, my personal house yeah, or the, studio? I, I, I don't back that. I if you were me, you'd say no, right? I, I don't know. It's just having a stranger come into your home. You don't know them. Right. You know, but... I mean, but, these people are cool. They're super cool on email, but I feel a little weird about it. If you yeah. had a studio, that'd be one thing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't maybe know. we move it. Let's let's try to, you know... I'm, oh, but I'm, you're, you're out next year. <laughs> oh, hey, we can move it to my shop, dude. My workshop. Well, I'm saying maybe, you know, if, if things work out, we, uh-huh. move it, we move it to my to my house, and I have we could turn my garage into a full studio. I have an extra garage. I have uh, a two-car garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And AC and everything. We could go in there and party and turn it into a man cave. Maybe, if the, if your terms are met, but for coming still, back, exactly. Yeah. I got big things on the plan. You know, know. we got you know, TV, MTV, Snooky, you know, Snooky is all, all talk. Right, I can never messages. But I got my publicist getting hold of hers. Hey, Matt, this is Randy from Ukaipa. Hey, uh, if you're going to the motocross donation, there's this burger joint called the Cherry Cricket down in Denver. Uh, just awesome burgers. And uh, anyways, these are my uh, fans. If you're interested. 
get you a gift card and send it to you, and you can uh, go yeah. check it out with one of your buds. Um, just give me a PO box. Um, you can call me back, 909-382-1550, and uh, get that mailed out to you, and you can go uh, have yourself a burger and How come whatnot. His number? Uh, appreciate the show, man. Oh, you know, is it number? Job, and, Duh. Uh, take care. Bye. Uh, hey, guys, what's up? It's Joe from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, calling. Uh, just want to let you guys know I love the show. Um, I felt compelled to call in. I listen to the show all the time, driving back and forth to work. Compelled. Uh, it's funny compelled. change a thing. Yep. The one thing I have to suggest, almost insist, insist. you have to clip has been. can't take it anymore. <laughs> the last show, I just listened to it. But four or five times he called in. He's a total nut swinger. you got to clip him. And you can let him know that comes from me. So keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. We can't. I mean... Has I have mixed feelings about Hasman. Kenny, you are not a Hasman liker. I'm not a disliker. Sometimes you get very angry because he's he'll party because he'll call in ten times and ask the dumbest questions and try to make me you know call ask me just stupid ass questions right. like come on dude yeah you know but some of his questions are legit right right I mean he 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 does he swings from both sides of the fence man he comes off to the left field half the time yeah. but hey I. Uh, uh, we can't clip has been. We can't. Yeah. He's almost part of show lore, you know what I mean? He's he's part of the yeah, regular. We might have to make a has been T-shirt. Has been says. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Because people I like the burger joint, dude. Though that's uh, I was kind of hungry. You were down with that? Yeah. Hey, masses. It's Adam. Listen, uh, I talked to you today uh, out at Paula on Saturday, and you of course reminded me that uh, Tim Ferry won the summer cross. And here's the trivia question for you: Who was the last person to qualify? Because it was the crowd who cheered. Anyway, uh, good one for you. And by the way, it was a pleasure meeting you. And uh, tell Red Dog, hey, talk to you later. Bye. Uh, I'll tell Red Dog that. Okay. Hey, hey Red. Hey. hey. Uh, his trivia question, the Summer Cross race, the very last guy, the 20th place guy in the main event was a fan vote. You want me and to tell you who it was? Do you know who it was? He no. breathed fire. I wasn't there. Oh, if, if you breathed fire, I probably knew who it was. Who? And I wasn't even there. Who? Was it uh, Taylor or Steele? I have no Josh, idea. Uh, Cameron Steele's uh, Taylor no Steele or no. Josh Steele's brother. Did he Cam- ride a Honda? No idea. Did he have Amex? Hey, they have. Uh, he got on top of the pier- of the. Uh, they had a crowd choice. Like, hey, how about this guy? How about this guy? How about this guy? And this dude, sw- you know, took a swig of, I guess, alcohol. I don't know, vodka. What, what would do it? Probably one fifty one. Okay, one fifty one. And then he breathed out, and whoosh, he lit. He breathed fire, and of course the crowd went nuts, and he got into the gate. I want to know, was that Eric the Midget that called in? Because he sounds just <laughs> like him. Hey, Matt, it's Watson. It's Johnny from Los Angeles. Hey, uh, I'm the guy that called in last week and thought the fake Giuseppe was Weigand. Oh, man. Apparently, I never heard that show, the first episode, when he called in. Just wanted to say that I was hammered drunk when I called in, and I don't even remember it. So, apologize for saying the F-bomb. And just wanted to clear it up that I'm not a flat biller. Kenny was rogue. What's that word? Rogue, rogue. Kenny was wrong. Anyways, went to Powell in search of Mathis, didn't find him, went by the Transworld tent, and there was two dorks there that pretty much had no idea who Mathis was. One of them's like, I think he does how-tos or something. So I took off, I saw my Ida, and he said that you were probably eating somewhere. So anyways, apparently there was a race going on also. And um, it was pretty amazing what happened. I couldn't even believe my eyes when Porcel crashed, so... My question is, if you talk to Kennard, maybe you went to dinner with him, how does he feel about <clears throat> the way the championship went down? I mean, he's probably bummed. He probably wanted to win it straight up. But 
didn't happen. I mean, obviously he's happy as a championship, bum. but probably a little bit bummed out. Probably refused to check. So. Yeah. Anyway, not need this. Thank you. Sorry for calling in. Uh, Maybe I should delete this number if I'm going to drunk dial guys. And uh, oh, and get Factory Phil back on because, dude, that was so funny. Later, guys. See you in Denver. Two weeks. Later. Uh, I saw uh, Mama Kennard immediately after the first moto when when Kennard, you know, when Purcell went down, uh-huh. and I said, "Hey, you know, congratulations," and she was like, "That's not the way we wanted to win it," and I'm like, "Well, you know, hey, whatever." So I mean, there I think that they were, you know, a little bummed for Purcell, but apparently Purcell came by and got a signed helmet from Kennard after the moto. Wow! After the day, he wanted to uh, sign something. He wanted a championship T-shirt, and they were all out, and then. Canard gave him a helmet or something, so that's kind of cool. Totally cool. That kid's class, man. Are you awake, Kenny? Yeah, it's class act. Hey, guys. What's up? Mathis Watson. My name's Ian. Uh, calling from northwest Florida, the mecca of motocross. Huh? Mecca, um, huh? What? Anyway, I had <laughs> a, a no few things you guys have talked about no in the what? last couple Crown weeks that I wanted to throw my town? dime in on. Um, oh. One of them being... I know you guys had talked about the whole painkiller. Mathis, you had said something about doing the show on substance abuse, painkiller abuse, whatever. Um, I got a little, a little insight into that end of the deal. Um, Sounds. Some guy called in talking to Watson about, you know, suboxone and all this kind of stuff, and how it's, you know, it's supposed to get you off everything. Well. I had a little run-in with the, the painkillers after a bad, bad injury and got hooked on all that stuff and so he just an addiction for another. Watch it. The purpose of it is when you take an opiate, it blocks your... This guy says, in the end, basically, Kenny, you were absolutely right about that drug that weans people Yeah, I, I, know, I know I'm right. Yeah, and and this guy has that experience from it. In your brain. Um, but, uh, and so it kills the pain. He goes on for a long time, but I just wanted to play it because we want to do this show. We're gonna do this show, right, yeah, Kenny? Yeah, we will do this show. That's we will. We talked about, but no, we we we. I am talking about doing it, but I want to make sure it's we have the right people and do it the right way, not just blow through it. Right. I mean, I, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. right. We're not gonna half-ass it. And there's too many people out there that you know that that go through this. And why give them, you know, right. half the information they need? Just like the dude that was arguing with me about it, I didn't want to call him out, but he's probably because he, he's probably still on Suboxone and thinking it's okay when it's not okay. Right. Right. So it's, it's, isn't that stuff like semi narcotic? Yeah, it's a block, like he's saying. What I'm saying, you can still be addicted to it. Exactly. And what did he do? He came out. He talks about how Purcell got a pill or probably a shot of something to try to raise the second moto at Unadilla. You know. I don't know. He, he goes on and on. Uh, on deal, I didn't want to sure edit it too much. But. That are crunched up a couple of war tabs or something before the moto. It just happens. But um, <laughs> that deal and then the guy that was trash-talking Millsaps last week that tell, telling Kenny that he sucked and all that, I mean, that's just ignorant. I mean, you can talk, say the guy can't ride, say he's out of shape, say whatever, but that's just stupid to talk shit about somebody you don't know come on i mean it happens in every sport but it seems like it's worse in this sport guys talk about how bad other guys suck but i guarantee if that dude ran into Millsaps down at the bike shop or at the gas station or something he'd be so far up his ass wanting a jersey or an autograph or wanting to freaking push his bike for him that's so true it would be pathetic but um 
Anyway, that's just a couple issues you guys have been talking about that I had a had to chime in on. Um, don't let any of the, the haters trash talk you about having Jenna Hate on. She actually held her own end of the show pretty good. She seemed like a pretty pretty intelligent chick. Um, what I've actually been married to yes, a feature entertainer for the last ten oh. years. Yeah, so we've missed a lot porn, of weeks, but, but so calm down. We haven't the, had a show in a week. Shows at, the, at the strip clubs, she makes pretty good money, and he, he's he's I mean, married to an exotic dancer. Yeah, she uh, right. She opens up us. You're our, gonna meet Jenna Hayes at some more. Some more people. I'm not meet her, but you're gonna see her, right? Anybody interested? That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, they're going. Zach, did he call you? Yeah, I can't get him a pass. Why? Because I had to get my request in like a week ago. Keep it up. Week. And uh, <laughs> so I'll email you to go? some info I got on this boxing and stuff. So when you get to do your uh, your story on it, that you'll have all the info. All right, guys. See you. That that call hey, in right there made the most Emily. sense. I'm from Garbazola, NorCal. Uh, you might Chick's have to Google that if you want to know what it really is. Just wanted to call in and say that your show is awesome. We made a 12-hour trip to Paula with my brother and my boyfriend, and we pretty much listened to your podcast the whole way. Keep up the good work. Have a great show. Bye. Yeah. That 12, yeah. That 12 hours was from the freeway to the parking lot, right? And back. Ooh, 12 well, hours We're going to have David Coombs on later to, to talk about that. 12 yeah. hours from Sacramento? I don't know. Would you get lost? I don't know where she was. She said some town. It wasn't Sacramento. but NorCal. I don't care. You could drive 12 hours from Redding. Okay. All right. Kenny's mad. It took her so long. Wow. Anyways, chicks, listen to the show, Kenny. Duh. They Isn't that awesome? They know you're on the show, dude. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Exactly. Good job, Mark. Good job, Mark. Um, uh, before we get uh, Randy Yoho on our show, Kenny, uh, quickly, big news. Roger DeCoster leaving Suzuki. What? Going to KTM. Kidding me? It's like two <laughs> weeks old, dude. Why we didn't have a show last week. Oh, but why say Did big he really? news when there's nothing really? It's like blown over. Has you it? didn't know that? So you can't talk about it? Uh, What's your feel- feelings on that? Did he probably First of all, KTM didn't call you. so <laughs> I know. But hey, the bottom line is the bottom uh, line. Make a short story. Make a long story the short. Bottom line show. Hey. Make a long story short. Yep. Kudos to Raj. Let's see what he can do. <laughs> everyone doesn't. I mean, Raj, everyone thinks Raj is a miracle worker. What happened to the first ten years he was at Suzuki when they couldn't, you know, get better than a fifth? You know, and then they get Ricky. They win championships. Yeah. yeah. They get. You know, I definitely think the the, the they win the the image of the man and like I think that is definitely overrated. Uh, he's not a bad manager or anything, but the people that are like, oh, he makes he makes champions, champions. forget a lot about the other uh, riders. The manager is only as good as their riders. When Matt Bonney won Privateer of the Year, and then the next year, you know, he didn't do really anything. Was Kenny all of a sudden did Kenny turn into a bad manager? Yep, I was a bad <laughs> manager when he won. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, never, in Kenny's case, he was bad either every year. He's but bad to the bone. Just dude. ask right. anybody. He, he's got a tattoo that says he's bad to the bone. I know. Everybody will tell you that I'm the, I suck. I'm the worst manager. Hey, did John Gallagher call you? He did. And I know that you probably thought that he was going to yell at you for something on this show. Do you know what he called me? You know what I about said? About a change of schedule. I said, what can I do for you? What do you? And, he, and I, I was on a plane. and they were He said, you, you, you said, I got to go. They're closing the door. And then you never called him back. I called. I I was on my way to Chicago, and I really right. didn't have time to talk to him. So I called him when I had time to talk to him a couple days later. Okay. And I did talk to him, and it was, and you know, he knows he's least heard the show. He knows he's been hammered on. Yeah, and I told him, you know, he's like he asked me what the, you know, I gave him some suggestions, and I said this is uh-huh. positive criticism. You've lost communication with the with the riders and the team managers. People can't think that they can go to you because you don't do anything about it. 
And I think you need to regroup and get everyone back on your side and do something to make everyone believe in you again. Right. And he said, I will take that into consideration, and I appreciate that. Okay. It was a very good conversation with John Gallagher. And I told him that Ryan Dungey still hates him. <laughs> Ryan Vilpoto. Ryan Vilpoto. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> he got the Ryan's wrong. Yep. And then Chad Reed, too, also teed off on him as well. Yeah. Nonetheless. Fe- felt like I was. Uh, you think you'll see him this weekend? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. He'll, he'll, he'll be there. I was going to ask one of my questions for Coombs is what's Maybe he doing Maybe I could call weekend? John and get a pass for my friend Zach. Yeah, Jenna. you probably could, dude. I you I got I got denied a press pass for the GP at Glen Helen. You did? Yeah. Remember no that way. Was, that was a big old to do. So, anyways, I was so lucky to get one for this this nations. I mean, I got one. Just uh, one. Yeah. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Who do I got on the line? It's the serious Hasman. You guys want serious questions? So you're taking all the fun out of it. I had your back, Hasman. I said well, that you can't we ask me questions about Bone and Paris Hilton in the backseat of cars and stuff, dude. Come on. We know that's Yeah, I, I know. I just bust people. Hey, uh, on serious though, what's happening with Kyle Regal? Uh, staying at Merge Racing next year. They're going to step up. They've got, a, they've got a, uh, an energy drink sponsor as well as another bigger sponsor uh, for next year. And uh, they're going to get a semi, Kyle, and another rider. I would think Tommy Hahn would be a good fit there. I think I know they've talked to him, Texas team and all. Uh, that's what he's going to do. He's going to stay there. All right, sounds good. Hey, good luck with that Dodge deal. Sounds uh, sounds good. Can he gets Can he gets uh, three Dakotas, Dodge Dakotas a year? No way. No, I don't need a new car. I just bought a new car. No, no, no. Take take the cash, oh, man. Cars are diamond dogs. Uh, I, I like Dodge. Dodge is the best cars out there. I need a truck, dude. Can you help little brother out? I could, yeah, I can help you out. We'll take you down to Tobin Dodge and hook you up, dude. Why you got to be like? Thanks, Hasbin. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. Call number one for Hasbin. Hey, let's get our first guest on the show. Randy Yoho. Randy Yoho. Oh, yeah, Big Randy. Big Randy, he says. Randy Yoho. People don't know who Randy is. Randy is the man behind the Date City track. He's been there for 35 years. Tell me this guy has not seen some people come through the doors there. Right? 35 years. 35 years. Yes, he's owned Date City Raceway. Wow. And he knows them all. Right. And his son, Kenny, raced pro for a number of years. Hello. Randy Yoho. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. You're live on the air right now uh, with myself, Kenny Watson, uh, the manager of Hart and Huntington, and then my buddy, JR. We're all uh, having a good show tonight, and we thought we'd call you up to uh, get the scoop on everything that's going on at Dade City, man. Hey, uh, 35 years you've owned it, right? Actually, 31. So, 31. Uh, a lot of, a lot of changes here that. in the last few years, though. So it's uh, yeah. yeah. Now, for people who don't know, I mean, pretty much every amateur that's around, has probably cut his teeth at Dade City at one way or another. It's right in the middle of a town called Dade City, and uh, no it's, shit, huh? it's been around forever. Um, Randy, how is that monster? You know, we've talked a lot on this show because we have Jason Thomas. He's a friend of the show. He's been on. We've been bugging him about his inability to beat Michael Pacone at your series, which is the uh, Monster Energy Sponsor Cup Series. How is that series going for you? Uh, it's, it's really unbelievable, though. Yeah, I think JT's brought a lot of national coverage for us uh, with, you know, Butler Brothers bringing the rigs in this year. And mm-hmm. the whole program, you know, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, they've got a lot of top riders. Um, Matt Gerke was there. Uh, I mean, Kyle and Matt both were there this weekend. And uh, it, it's, you know, I don't, I'm just blown away about the coverage and the spectators that we're actually pulling to these events now. So doing a lot of things different. Right. Um, yeah, JT, there was a infamous video that was on Racer X, and we, we brought him on the show here to talk about it. Him and Pacone got into it after the race. Um, 
Then I watched a, uh, online coverage. Uh, you guys have excellent online coverage of the races. I watched one where Pacone and someone else got into it uh, after the race, and there was a fine paid or something. Like it's uh, your coverage of the race is, is phenomenal. I, I guess kudos on that, huh? Yeah, thanks. Uh, we've been working about a year trying to get that program up to get it to the tel- television level, and, and actually Fox Sports and Bright House both have uh, okayed the show. And uh, actually, we're going to go with Bright House as it starts the first uh, week in October, and we got 13 episodes in a row. So uh, Tyler Kasha, the, uh, one of the guys that work from actually does the videos. He just incredible. He started you know a year ago getting to this level he is now. I'm right. really proud of it. Yeah, the, 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 the Internet coverage is great on it. And I mean... Yeah, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but your track isn't, you know, a national series track like, you know, MX Sports is putting on. But the coverage and the racing action and everything is uh, just amazing. And what blows me away is I was there with Ferry like in February before Daytona, and there was on it was a Wednesday night or something, and there was three, four, five hundred people there to practice on your track on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It's a real institution, huh? Yeah, it's like I say, we're just fortunate. Uh, you know, I think. Two years ago, we actually decided to invest back in, build some new buildings, some VIP suites, and change the lighting system the whole track and came up with the Sponsor Cup idea when I figured out I didn't have enough money to race the East Coast Supercross with the team. So we kind of got the local dealers back involved. That's been the secret to it. And uh, we've got like eight rides for riders. And it's kind of took our local A and B riders and, and got them rides and, you know, got them sponsorships. And it's just, Blossom. Mm-hmm. Now people are out, you know, trying to hire riders to ride on their teams, and it's right. just uh, just continue to roll. And you know, we uh, with all of our our, our lights, our Monster Energy, and our, our quad, we got a quad series. You know, we have a ninety thousand dollar purse at a local racetrack. Really? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. But we I mean, have great sponsors like Monster Energy, mm-hmm. uh, Vortex, and uh, and Can Am uh, make this possible for us. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I know the. Um yeah, it's like a whole little series there, and then, you know we've been we've been definitely cracking on JT for you know being a nationally ranked rider, and he's he's been struggling at your track. There are yeah. Dade City specialists, aren't there? there yeah, it, well, I, it's just a different type of racing. You know, it's not really a motocross. It's not really a supercross. It's like, I don't know what we call it, cross, but you mm-hmm. know we change the track weekly. Um, you know, the dirt's different, uh, but. Uh, Timmy was out riding at one Thursday night practice, and he goes, you know, there's just no rest on this racetrack, you know, like on a right. supercross track, and you get a little bit of rest. And you're basically going as hard as you can go the entire time. So when guys that come off, uh, you know, motocross or supercross, it's just a different type of race, and it takes right. a little while to, to, for them to get used to it. And that's been the problem with some of the national guys coming over. And, um, you know, they just, they're going to have to race a few weeks before they're going to be competitive. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that way for sure. And, and you know, you talk to Chad about it, and like even Chad was making jokes. I ain't showing up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... James. We were talking to him one time. Paggio was there, and he had the Oakley bus. And we were talking to James when he's in Paris, and you know he was making fun. You know, like I don't, it looks bad if I go to Date City on my resume. You know, because yeah, you know, I can get beat there. And, and Malcolm's there every week watching the races, but we mm-hmm. give him a hard time about not racing. And he says, "I'm afraid I'll lose." You know, and yeah. Matt Bonnie was there this weekend just spectating. You know, so it's uh. You know, I, and I really hate that because I think, you know, you want to race. I think you learn something. I think it's helped JT with his speed. I think, uh, right. you know, it's just a different thing. You know, he uh, he got the whole shot the last time he raced and uh, ended up going back to fifth. And, 
you know, then at the end of the race, I think he got back to third, but he was the fastest rider on the racetrack by the transponders, mm-hmm. but he just, you know, didn't get going fast enough. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's just a different deal. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. J- James told me that same thing, too. Like, he was going to get beat at, he's gonna beat at Dade City. Um, well, let me, you know, James and Ricky, you know, both, you know, grew up there, you know, riding themselves and winning championships right. there as kids, but uh, as they got older, they kind of they don't want to come back there. <laughs> it's um, funny. Let me ask you this. I mean, definitely in these times, you know, race promoters like yourself, riders, teams, everybody's having a hard time getting sponsors. Um, you know, the money isn't there as much as it was back in the day. But, you know, if you look on your website and you look at your sponsors and you look at the purses you're offering, what is it about your races that you're able to attract these top-notch companies and therefore, you know, pour money back into the purses? What, what are you doing differently, Randy? Uh, well, I, I try to look at, like, I own the companies when I go to them uh, mm-hmm. for sponsorship, you know, and, and really I try to tell these writers that, you know, they, they're not sponsoring you because they like you. You're there to do a job for them, and you, you have to realize that you work for them. And uh, all the guys that are involved in our program, you know, there's nothing worse than me lining up a shop to give a rider a bike than mm-hmm. turn around the rider trashes the bike and doesn't do a good job, and that just ruins it for the next guy coming along. Mm-hmm. So what we did at first, the first year we did the Sponsor Cup program, I got eight motorcycles from local dealers, and I actually bought them to the races for the riders, and they weren't allowed to touch those bikes other than at the races. Then that way we maintained the bikes for them, and we got the program off the ground. Then the next year the shops ended up getting involved and sending their mechanics and keeping the bikes. Then riders got into where they got practice bikes now and, you know, different clothing contracts. And, yeah. you know, uh, it's just really... It's just got the, the dealers back involved like it was when I raced, you know, mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And it's, it's really blossomed into a, a really neat thing. And it's just such a different atmosphere when you come and watch. You know, when you got, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people there on a Saturday night watching a local race. And uh, we also had all the riders uh, um, pre-enter for the year um, because what we wanted to do is be able to guarantee these purses, you know, whether right. one rider shows up or, or we got 50, you know, the purse is guaranteed for the riders. And that's the trust that we needed between me doing this for so long and the riders that their money's going to be there. Right. Um, and for doing this as long, we got that relationship. So that's really helped um, promote it. But, you know, I think just making sure that the, you know, the relationship between the riders and the sponsors, they got to realize they're there to do a purpose and it's fun. I'll, when you're looking for a sponsor, I think you got to think about it. Is, is this business going to really benefit from this rider doing this, or is right. this just somebody wanting to get involved in a race team? And we got kind of both. You know, we got guys that just wanted to own a race team that couldn't afford to maybe go to the East Coast Supercross like I wanted to do. And, you know, they, they get down to the Dade City level. We got 21 races. We count 15 for the championship. Mm-hmm. So there's some breaks in there. I mean, it's a long series. But, uh, you know, there's shops or, or teams out there that are getting funded twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 to do some of this wow. local series. And that's, uh, that's neat to see. You yeah. know, and it's working for us right now. You no, know, it is. It is. And it's great to see on a local level MX being that strong, you know. Um, we've got a call here. Let's see what uh, who this is. Pump MX Show, you're on the air with Randy Yoho. Who's this? Hey, this is Tom McGovern calling in for your fantasy football update. Why don't you finish with Randy? Uh, I will. All right, McGovern. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> These are the comic shows calls we get here, Randy. Um, that's okay, no, uh, that's good. Hey, what uh, out, of, out of all the people that you've seen come through your track, and I mean, you know, amateurs from all across the country, the world, really. As is, is there one guy that stands out? I mean, is is it easy easy to say James Stewart or Carmichael? Like, who's the fastest kid you've ever seen at your track? 
Damn. I know. Uh, how about the yeah, fast, we, we, how we've about seen the, so many of them, you know, and right. you know, and a lot of people ask me, you know, what, you know, when when you see those guys, you know, were they that good when they were young? And they were good, but nobody expected Ricky to be Ricky, you know, right? Uh, or, or James, you know, even when he come along, you know, it's just. Uh, and I think it's just the the dedication and work these guys put into it. You know, the uh, you know I think that everybody can ride. It's just the the heart that those guys do. And I think the one thing I'd remember about both of those guys when we were out training and riding. Remember Vince Devane was a factory Suzuki rider at the time when Carmichael was you know still on sixties and he was looking up in our truck you know wanting to be in that truck you know but right. he was the the first one to go ride and when we were up at Croom and nobody had the fancy practice tracks and mm-hmm. Ricky would. Uh, He'd be the first one out there to practice, and the last one we'd have to drag him out and uh, say, "Hey, Ricky, you know, he, he, he can't ride all day." You would, know? You, but, would you have to drag him out, or would his mom not let him come off the track? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeannie, well, and you know, after we used to, you know, do some classes and stuff up there, right. and, and after we were done, Jeannie would actually keep him out there another hour past everybody else. You know, <laughs> saying he's just got to get that much better. And right, you know, a lot of people really, if you know the Carmichael's, I, I really think Jeannie's the the driving force there, you know, that, that made Ricky myself. Right. Uh, so Carmichael Stewart, two of the faster guys then that you've seen. Yeah. Through? Vince Devane, you know, Devane, as far as yeah. like Dade city, you know, he was, you know, grew up there like all of them did, but, uh, I say Vince was fast. Um, um, you know, you got to realize Carmichael and, and, and Devane both could win the open money class in their 85s back then, you know, <laughs> really, huh? They could, huh? Um, yeah. so, okay. On the flip side of that, is there a kid that you saw that, or a couple kids that have super impressed you and this never made it as professional motocrossers? Like, were there some kids that you were like, there's no way that kid's going to miss as a pro, and then for whatever reasons, he did? Is there anybody that sticks out in your mind? Uh, you know, it's... Uh, no, not really. I no. mean, I, I really never looked at, you know, I, I don't know. I guess we're so fortunate to have so many really good riders, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you can just name on and on and on guys that have made pro riders. You know, you remember Paggio was out of there. Yeah. Uh, Josh, uh, what the heck was his name? Team Green Rider, same time as Paggio there. Uh, Josh yeah, Steele? We, yeah, no, he was a, uh, well, there's a, there's a bunch of them, you right. know, that just, I think at one time, uh, we had about six Team Green Riders out of Dade City that were riding our points program. Right. That were on the Team Green program mm-hmm. when Jeff Chambers was there. Josh Demand. and no, uh, Jeff yeah, no, Jeff but you know they would they would call and ask me. Uh, Chambers would kidding you got any more riders? You know, <laughs> we need some more riders. You know, so it was it was pretty good. I, and I think you know, remember back then, you know, we were the uh, you know there's, there wasn't a lot of racetracks, so mm-hmm. it's not like they had a lot of choices where to go. Right. Um, and we were running on a weekly basis where, let's say, Gatorback or something like that would only run, you know, six or seven races a year. So, you know, that, I don't think they had many places to ride back then. So Dade City was the only place, and it was, uh, you know, pretty budget racetrack. I mean, we, we had just one little tractor, and uh, we didn't mm-hmm. have starting gates when we started. And, uh, you know, it's it's evolved to, to where we're at today, you know, so hey, a lot, what's, lot of changes. Uh, what's, what's Kenny up to? Uh, he's doing announcing for me now at the track, and... Uh, He's actually getting to, to the point where maybe one day I think he could probably run it. He's uh, teaching the schools and stuff like that now, and I think he's retired from the freestyle, which uh, makes me happy. But uh, I, think he's, I think he's growing up a little bit right now, and he's, he's doing a really good job. Right on, right on. Um, and how's the relationship with the town, Randy? Um, like, you know how it is. I mean, obviously you've been there a long time, but, you know, people come in and things change, and, and, how, and how's that? I mean, can you foresee it? 
yourself just running that track kind of in the middle of town forever? I hope so. Uh, mm-hmm. We have uh, we did a little deal with the county for another, I think, 12 or 13 years, so we're mm-hmm. good there. Uh, about two years ago, uh, we had a county commission call me down there, and they had some neighbors complaining. Mm-hmm. And uh, they pretty much, the county attorney pretty much told them that we were grandfathered in, and we didn't have curfews, and we didn't have noise ordinances, and the county would have a pretty good lawsuit if they tried to shut me down. So, uh, right. So, well, well, you know, we met with the neighbors afterwards. We took our uh, start times, and, uh, and actually because the crowds have got so big, we actually start two hours earlier now than what we used to do to try to help with the neighbors. And, you know, we want to be friendly. And right. if Chad uh, went through some stuff here just recently with his track and uh, right. luckily got that through with no problems also. So it's, uh, you know, there's... You know, Timmy's got a track right there by the house, too, so, you know. Yeah, you can actually hear Dade City from Timmy's. You yeah. see the lights and hear it from his property at night. And what's funny is, you know, when I first met Red Dog, I was working for him, he had no houses around that whole thing. And um, now he's got houses, like, very close. And one of those houses, one of those neighbors was complaining a while ago. And it's like, dude, Why when you moved you? in, did you happen to glance out at this, you know, super cost track out there? And And so why did you buy the house? You know, it just seems wrong to be complaining about it and so that's why i wondered about your facility yeah it's you know we try to be you know involved in the community a lot you know with you know from little league teams to support the football teams and you know the politics that go uh, along with you know being part of the community and i think that's why we've been there for so long uh, mm-hmm. the, the fair board a lot of the county commissioners in different part are on the fair board and pretty much anything that that the fair needs we're on fairgrounds property you know we try to do for them and it's been a good relationship, and I think, you know, we have a, a lease situation that's affordable, and, and that allows us to do a lot of things that, you know, a lot of giving back to the riders as our awards banquet is probably one of the biggest awards banquets in the country, I think. And uh, I think we've sold that thing out with 800 people the last five years. So right. uh, we're turning people away at the awards banquet, which is nuts, but uh, it's the only place we can do it in town that uh, will hold that many people. Right. You know, Dade is pretty small. It is, it is. Um, although you popping up new restaurants all the time. Yeah. yeah. Only see so, we know that. The things, things that I know. Um, well, hey, cool, Randy. Thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find out more about the uh, about your track and about the Monster Energy uh, Sponsor Cup Series? Yeah, datecdmx.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go to the website, and uh, you're welcome to call us. You know, we, we pretty much do this full-time. It's not a part-time job for me. And, right. And we have, you know, three people here in the office that just work on our one little racetrack, you know, and um, I'm, I'm sure you went out to uh, to the Croom facility with Timmy. I'm sure practicing a little bit. I don't know if you made it up there or not. Yeah, yeah, many times I've been there. Well, with or without him too. I just re- gone gone riding myself there. We uh, actually got a uh, permit from the county. They worked a little deal with them that they can allow me to do one race up there. So the, oh, end yeah? of the Gold Cup series will actually be run on that track. So we're real excited about that for the local people to get to, yeah. to ride where most of the, just the pros have been practicing. Right, right. Oh, that's cool. Hey, I got a question for you, Randy. This is Kenny. Sure. Um, I was just wondering, um, I'm born and raised in California. Um, uh-huh. Growing up, I remember them, like, there, there being a lot of races like yours, you know, series with, you know, big attendance and, um, you know, people going out doing what, what you're doing back for the sport in California. Right now, there there isn't a way that a privateer can make a living racing motocross at a local level anymore. There's not those races where they can go to. So have you ever thought about maybe doing some kind of series in California like you're doing <laughs> down in Florida? 
I'd love to. Actually, we just had some people from South America come up, uh, and and I've been working with them for a couple of weeks to try to show them our program to to, to make them understand because they want to bring motocross down to their country. And uh, you know, there's just a you know, it, it's very tough situation for the promoters and the riders both. You know, and you know, there's a lot of little things that I think of why we've been successful. Remember, I've I've had several motocross tracks besides Dade City that. You know, weren't as successful as Dade City was because you know maybe the overhead situations of too much lease, you know, not knowing the equipment, and you know, just a, a lot of things why it wouldn't work. But you know, to get the purses up like we have, it's been very fortunate, and I'm hoping that other tracks in our area would actually get up to that level to do what I'm doing because the riders can make a living. You know, because mm-hmm. we're paying back eight positions, we're not trying to give it all to the winners. Um, you know, because you only do have one, you know, and, and paying it by motos and making it situations to where these riders can make a living at it. And that, that's why you got Pinecone coming back, is, you know, flying back in town just to make these races, you know, because you know, we have like a $5,000 bonus to win the series. Uh, mm-hmm. We give away 10000 top three are paid just on the overall series. But um, it, it, you do, it, it, you got to get those local sponsors involved. And, and I think it, more, I think they're more enthusiasts getting involved, and in, and that's where, when I was trying to do a Supercross team, I I just got people that wanted to go to the races, you know, to give me some money. Then we found out how much money it really cost to do it on that level, even on a B team. Um, but you know, for twenty thousand dollars, and the way I try to sell to those guys, go out and sell three or four, or five thousand dollars sponsors to go race for the year, then. Uh, you know, do something for those sponsors that make it worth a while or get them involved with your teams, you know, where they're coming to the races. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, Barney's one of the local dealers. they got big tents. they got a complete amateur program. they got 20 kids on their team now. And I think where most of the motocross riders are missing the boat is they think they want everything for free, so the dealers don't want to get involved with them. And, like, Barney's amateur team now, you know, Barney's is making a little money on it, and that's okay, and that's what it needs to be. It can't be just a one-way street. And once your riders get understanding that right. that dealer makes a little money, he can put a little more back into your program. And Casey, what's been really good about that is, is giving back to those riders. But it's making those riders feel. When I when we started doing the television and and putting those cameras in front of those guys every week, and we built that podium and you know changed the music at the racetrack to you know really good sound system in there, and mm-hmm. it's just it just went crazy. I mean, it's you'd have to see it live to, to believe how much we've changed that place. And it's not like we're the only ones in the world could do this. And we're only into this program for three years now. Um, I think bringing Monster in, which is you know, a lot of credibility to you know my series with them, you know, sponsoring the big series and right. stuff. And, um, and it, we made these riders feel like something, and that, I think that's the key. You know, they, they really feel. Um, you know, they're getting attention and the publicity and, you know, Butler Brothers were able to get it on Racer X for us. Here we're on your radio show, Verbs covering our events, you know, all the local websites. It's uh, right. it's it's neat. I'm, I'm uh, blown away. Cool. Well, right on. And, and thank you for coming on the show, Randy. We really appreciate it. I want all to right, get man. the word out. And, hey. uh, yeah, thank you. And I'll see you at Timmy's party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Coming up, uh, Day After Montreal Supercross, Tim Ferry's retirement party. Where's our invites? Hey, and uh, I wasn't invited. Kenny, you, you would have been invited. Kenny and I have a carpool, dude. Come on. Yeah. And don't forget, we got that fundraiser for Jimmy Button coming up. That, uh, oh, are you involved in that, Miles for Miracles? Yep. We're going to do a big fundraiser. We got uh, Perfect. Uh, 
a Gold Cup Series race and one of our monster races on there on one weekend, and we're doing a big fundraiser for Jimmy, and so that should be a really cool thing. Well, cool. Thank you. Right, right on, on, Randy. Thanks for coming Thanks, on the Randy. show, buddy. Okay, guys. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Randy Yoho, uh, owner, Dade City Raceway. Legit. Monster Tom. What's going on, boys? Hey, before we get too far into this, and we can't keep you too long because we got Coombs coming up. Kenny's so disgusted he's taking off his headset. That's, he doesn't want to talk what? about football. The Pulp MX League is like the uh, the Dade City of Fantasy Football League, I would let's, say. Let's talk you about this. There, you can win anywhere. Ma, this is Tom McGovern, Cowie PR guy. Uh, who are you bringing to the quote-unquote studio on October 5th for the uh, show? We're, we're still working on that, but uh, hopefully we'll have uh, factory rider Ryan Villapoto and uh, and maybe one of our uh, one of our pro circuit riders as well if uh, if everything goes to plan. Well, I don't like the part where you said I'm still working on that. And he said maybe. Uh, and he said maybe if it goes to plan. There, there's some uh, there's some scheduling issues, and uh, your house isn't close enough to our dealer meeting to. Uh, we're, we're working our best to well, make maybe. sure that it works out and uh, and we can make all the appearances we need to make <laughs> and also get on the show. And what uh, and what uh, how where in the uh, in the level is the Pulp MX show? Like as far as showing up, like where, uh, You're talking at, where the do you Pulp MX show right now is, is the the one commitment we're working on to make sure that our guys go to. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, we can always push this thing back to a Wednesday wow. night show. This guy's a salesman. He is a salesman, you. isn't he? Dude, that was good right there. <laughs> Wednesday night's bad, too. Maybe Tuesday night would work. No, bad. Tuesday night is the night. That is the fifth. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. F you, Tom. Um, hey, he's really not going to be happy with the update, either. Well, obviously, okay. Uh, Did Pierre Thomas get more than one point tonight? He he is currently sitting on two points, ah, so. which is two points enough to take the lead over the brawling Badgers own by um, yes. one and only Steve Mathis. Yes, we were tied going into tonight's game. I am I have no more players. He has the running back for the Saints. And so I was hoping for a bus accident or a, you know a spectator knifing him like Nancy Kerrigan, but that didn't happen. Clearly, I, I, I think if he fumbles right now, though, there's a chance we could at least end in the tie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, and then also, too, um, uh, good job on picking up uh, somebody. Kenny doesn't want to listen to this, but um, Kenny, are you okay? Yeah. yeah, this is stupid. This is a motocross show, not an yeah. NFL fan. But we had a porn star on two, three weeks ago. It's like Kenny talking about his monster trucks or RC cars or whatever he was doing in Utah that week. Irrelevant. What? RC cars are a lot of fun too. We can talk about those. Yeah. Yeah, my Jr. Here will talk RC cars all that long. His trucks in Utah, his race trucks and stuff. Oh, that was so, exciting because had Rick Johnson in it. What I was getting yeah. at was, Kenny don't care. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny doesn't care. Um, no, but for for, for for reals, that's too bad. I, I don't like to hear hey, that. You want to get Villapoto here? You got do some RC cars. Do you or want something. some breaking news right now about football? Yep, breaking news. Okay, Denver Broncos wide receiver Kenny McKinley found dead in his home. That's gnarly. Wow. Breaking news. Right way here, way to bring first. the show down. That's breaking news because I have it on ESPN Twitter. Really? If he was nope. in your fantasy league, you're in trouble. I, was that the guy that the, the, oh, the, really? draft, the draft pick guy? A little early for that. Was that the draft pick guy, the, the first rounder? No, the first rounder was uh, Tebow. No, 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 no. The other guy. There was another running back receiver. So... He's a second-year pro. He was on the team's injured reserve. Not that it, not that it lessens his death at all. He was home chilling, but he already. was not a fantasy player. Yeah. But not that it lessens his death. R.I.P. to him. So you got a podcast coming up? That's what you're saying, right? Something about a dealer show and a podcast, right? 
Yeah. Uh, we're, hoping to, we're hoping to have live guests in the studio. Yeah, no, we need guests. Watson, Watson's going to leave the show unless you come up with RV. We need to get RV in studio because he is awesome. So wait a second. If we if we take if we don't bring RV in, Watson leaves the show. Tom, come on, bud. I'm not leaving the show. You're coming in. That's all I need. I was gonna say, wouldn't that like be we'll, for the betterment of the show? We will just take you though. Hey, if dude, everything falls apart, we'll take you. I need you. you. I need you right now. I'm trying to get a deal with your company, and they're not. They're giving me a hard time over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, join the club. Well, we will. Uh, we will see what we can do for uh, for Monday at dealer meeting, and uh, and hopefully but, at least RV. No, 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 no. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I can't make it back for Monday. I got Tim Ferry's retirement party. Oh, oh. Then you know what? Tuesday probably will work uh, really well. It Let's, is Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Dude, he still manages to sneak that. Probably <laughs> he does. I know. Right? He's God, a PR he's a guy. <laughs> hey, uh, monster. Will you have the second rider named by the Cowie dealer show? Like, is it that uh, close? Got it. Honestly, we don't know. We're, there's uh, some negotiations going on still with. Uh, I want to say there's at least three riders in the mix right now. So right. Well, I hope you get your deal done with Jake Weimer because this is bullshit. You're holding me up. <laughs> You're holding Kenny up, and that's really <laughs> tell fish ASAP. Watson's yeah. being held up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that's gonna that's gonna force Fish's hand, and they have you know, to dodge. You know, we may put out a release tomorrow. Just you know that way to to keep from holding Kenny up. Right. 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 Yeah. Rush things through. We got Our, big deals on the table there, Monster. Hey, uh, Monster, we got to go. We got Coombs coming on next. But thank you for rubbing it in my face. That uh, no worries at all. That you, uh, that you, uh, you, hey, maybe, you beat me. perhaps, possibly, you're gonna see some people on the show. Maybe, in, yeah, after the dealership. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Two <laughs> weeks time, folks. Ryan Villapoto will be sitting in probably JR seat right there. Maybe stamp it. <laughs> maybe possibly. <laughs> right on. Thanks, Monster. Okay. Better Tom. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Get hey, that deal done for Kenny Watson. Talk about Tobin Dodge. This guy needs to sell there, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. You what? know what? What about the deal with Fro, dude? Fro going to Suzuki as a team manager? What? Uh, I heard Fro. You heard? Uh, you heard that? Yeah. Have you heard that, too? That'd be I've cool. heard some rumors of that, yeah. I heard Fro Waterhouse, maybe. JC? JC Waterhouse, I've heard. I've oh, heard. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Ex- Geico. I, I, I'm Geico. pushing. For I heard Kenny Watson. I'm, no, I'm pushing for my friend Alan Brown. Alan would be good for it. Davey Coombs. Next guest. Who? Hello. Davey Coombs. You are, li- yes, you are live on the air on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. With me is Kenny Watson, who you might know, and uh, my buddy JR, who Something you probably you don't know. definitely don't know. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. No problem. I was expecting a call, but it was from the other show. Oh. Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got that on in the background right now. Um, well, hey, man. Uh, Nationals are wrapped up, and I would say that except for the parking problems at Pala, it was a, a bi- dynamic success. Uh, attendance looked to be up at every round, I think. To the naked eye, anyways, I think they were up at almost every round. What did you think of the, ser- of the season? I think it was up at every round as well. Yeah. Uh, and I was really, really uh, happy with uh, all the work that everyone did and all the effort that the, the riders and the teams, and especially uh, on our end, the promoters put in, and uh, fans came out, and and that's tough to do in a down economy. I don't know if you've been watching some of the big car races, but uh, they race in front of an awful lot of empty grandstands now, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been uh, we've been a, a nice uh, little success story, I think. And there's a lot of people that deserve a lot of credit for that, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's over, and we've already started working on next year. But, uh, yeah, if not for that little parking problem at mm-hmm. Powa, 
which was more of a of a traffic problem, a parking problem, and a, and a, just a really massive crowd coming out and kind of overwhelming the whole system out there. Uh, I guarantee you that problem won't happen again. But that was that was bad. It was embarrassing, and the people out there have been at work on it since. Uh, early the next morning. I promise you that. Hey, yeah. DC, yeah. you know what's crazy? This is Watson. Hey, you know what? I've been to that place. i seen it. When I heard there was going to be a race there, the first thing I said, they're going to be screwed because there's only one way in and one way out unless you go the back way through, you know, like 79, whatever that road is, through Pechanga. But, like, you guys, not you guys, but they didn't see that coming? Like, uh, No, actually, Kenny, they did see it coming. Uh, you you got you to understand the context of the, the situation. First of all, they didn't know what to expect. Remember, there had been a professional motocross race in Southern California earlier that year that, that did not have much of a crowd. <laughs> what race and was I that? Think that, that? That kind of put the CHP and some other people thinking, eh, we'll, we'll see how it is. Right. Uh, the guys out there at the Pala Casino, and, and, and they, they come up with a bunch of plans and everything. And uh, for some reason, just the follow-through didn't, happen and and i mean that was a massive crowd that was a red bud size crowd and uh you know I, I was very happy for them you know what you only get one chance to make a first impression and a lot of people left angry uh because of the the chronic traffic problems uh honestly kenny you've been to every national there is high point only has one road in and one road out Washua only has one way in and one way out yeah, there's only one way up and down Route 8, and it's north and south yep. at uh, Unadilla. Uh, but we all know how to manage those traffic situations, and, and we have a pretty good idea. Uh, you know, 79 is a, or not 79, 76, I should say, uh-huh. from the 15 is a very popular road at any time. And they had the CHP and some other authorities lined up to, to do different things and, and make sure that, that everyone got in there and got off the road, but then... Uh, when they started getting, you know, there were too many people answering too many questions. They should have just <laughs> got all the cars in and parked them and then collected money at the gate like you do at a rock concert, like you do at Anaheim Stadium, like you do at Redbud. Right. Uh, right. I think that would have been a, a, a big uh, step forward. But those guys, those guys know all that, and they will fix all that. And when we go back on September 10th, 2011, uh, I promise you there will be a, a – policemen every quarter of a mile. Right. But, you know, that's an exaggeration. There'll be police from the lights at the 15 all the way out. Plus, there'll be lots of uh, pre-routes uh, out and everything. I didn't know there were four other ways in there if you come from, from the east. I, I'd only been there three times. Right. And always not during a, a race that attracted 35,000 people or whatever it was. It's very difficult uh, when you're not from around there to know anything, but, well, you get off the highway and you go east. And that was a problem. Uh, now that, that uh, you know, in hindsight, all the things that they could have done differently. Remember, this group, and they're a great bunch of guys, huge motocross enthusiasts, they'd only held four events to that point. And add up all four of those events, and they didn't have one-twentieth the crowd that was out there. For, for the first Pala National. Oh. Uh, they will learn from their mistakes. We, we all do. Hey, Dave, you know what's crazy? Um, I'm going to say 2006. Um, I had a meeting at Pala Casino with the board um, with Tyler Evans. 
about because How'd the first go? time no because check it out the first time I ever knew anything about the Paula tribe Indians casino was their first um, deal with racing is they had a little like makeshift supermoto team with a couple guys from the from the tribe that raced and they came out here to state line and I became friends with them they parked behind us we helped them out with some parts whatever and they told me that they were going to open up a facility, have a motocross track. They want to do a supermoto track, a freestyle course. And I was going, oh, God, yeah, sure, this is going to happen. Right. And then uh, w they set up a meeting, and I was trying to do it. Like when Sam and Well got involved, I went down there saying, hey, let's try to put something together, you know, like Sam and Well with Paula for Evans. Right. Well, they went down there, and they said, no, they're not going to do that. They want to do a, uh, set up a, ri a track and have right. a, a national caliber race there. And under my hat, under my breath, I'm going. There ain't no way in hell I'll ever see that. Did, did and 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 after it's all said and done, mass kudos to them. They did it. Did Evans take his shirt off and smash the table after they said no? No, he's gonna do that though. Okay. Hey, Davey, was <laughs> was there any way, truthfully? I mean, I heard so much crap talk about Paula, uh, but I mean, the, the race was beyond successful. What you thought, right? Or was it? Did yeah, yeah, it 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 it, it was. They they. Uh, you know, when I showed up out there early Tuesday morning, you know, right after Steel City, I really didn't know what to expect because it was in their hands. We, we'd been watching from afar and, and trying to help, but, you know, they were the ones who, who, who made the commitment, and we said, you know, knock our socks off. And when I went out there Tuesday, I was like, hey, they've come a long way. And I started Twittering photos, and by Wednesday afternoon, you know, and I'm just helping out on the track crew or whatever, I started thinking, I'm going to quit sending photos now because I think the people are going to roll in here and be blown away by, by what they see. And I think that was sort of across the board for a lot of people. I mean, there have been some, some you know, not-so-good reports, or I should say some people looking for the glass to be half-empty and, and, and making it out to be, you know, competition park two or whatever. Right. But it, yeah. we knew it wasn't going to be that, and they weren't going to let it be that. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a, it was a wonderful success for a first time national. You know, we I, I haven't been a lot involved with a lot of first time nationals, but in recent history, you know, David Claybaugh did a really good job at Thunder Valley, and Tony Miller at Freestone did a really good job with his first national. But I got to say, given the pressure that was put on, you know, Ryan Zatt and Kirk Chandler and Chase and that whole crew out there, and given the 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 uh, all of it was basically up up for for conjecture for uh, mm -hmm. people to, to to argue about. You know, they 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 had a killer, amazing rough track for the first time they ever held a national out there. They they learned more things this summer, I think, than 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 anyone could have imagined. And uh, you know, granted. It wasn't Glen Helen because no track in America has hills like Glen Helen unless we go back up to uh, Hollister. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, yeah, it had its yeah. own character, and, and uh, fans in Southern California should be lucky. Not only do they have the opportunity to see the, the best riders in the world in AMA motocross, they get to see a GP, too. And I think that... Uh, they should be thankful for that and all the supercrosses they have. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I don't want to turn this into uh, a shit-slinging thing, but for reals... There's none. That's all over. Yeah. There's a national power. There's a... There's a GP at Glen Helen that looked really cool, and uh, I imagine both will coexist for a long time to come. Here's here's what uh, what blows me away, and you, and you don't even need to comment on it, but you know, Glen Helen established track, uh, established date. We all know they went they went the GP route, and that's fine. 
literally, you know, there's it was a ghost town. I was there. Uh, Paula comes around, new track, kind of out more in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, with all with everything's going on, end of the season, and the attendance is, I don't know, 50 times what Glen Helen was. Is the to you, is it just the American racers that the fans want to see? I mean, it has to be, right? I could not understand the disparity between the teams. You know, I, I don't know, you know, Glen Helen had a national set for Memorial Day weekend, right. and then they canceled it and decided to have a GP instead. It happened so fast that, that I mean, it was it was kind of surprising and it was unfortunate, but, you know, they had a, a real fundamental difference uh, with with the things that we wanted, and we had uh, we reached an impasse uh, that that you know we hoped to get through, but it, it right. didn't quite work out that way. So they went a different route. They still had a race on the the date that they wanted to have it, but you know I think there's a lot of value to be put into first of all the the real uh, uh, ice cutter in this industry, the real the real wave breaker, and that's the AMA Supercross series. Right. Uh, you know, you get to see that, you know, on CBS and on Speed, you know, 34 different shows when you count the, the lights and the, the, the 450 guys, and, and that really resonates with the fans. And then you have, you know, the, the Lucas Oil AMA Motocross series is live on Speed, live on NBC. Uh, we do the Ally Sports shows online, and all that, I think, really speaks to fans. Mm-hmm. We, we, we work really hard on marketing, our races, you know, are not only on television, but we have stars that uh, the people in our industry and the people in our market know. And, and the GPs, while they have some amazing talent, uh, they don't have a lot of uh, brand-name uh, U.S.-based riders. And until they build that, and I know they want to build that, uh, it's, it's hard right. for fans to, to lay down, you know, 70, 80, 100 bucks uh, to go see a, a race of, um, you know, a lot of guys they don't really know, but I'm sure yeah, fast guys, the but, world is yeah. getting to be a smaller place with the Internet, with, uh, you know, they show great live coverage on Red Bull and on Freecaster, just as we're trying to do that in Ally Sports. And uh, it would be a matter of time before uh, the riders who pursue the P-Tour will be better known in America. Right, right. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. People just know and they can they can associate with the guys doing our stuff over here. Because, uh, man, I mean, I would never have thought you would have got that many people at Paula. I just would never have bet that, you know? So Well, yeah. there's, there's one there's one thing to remember, and, and I really didn't put a lot of weight into this until I ran into a few, uh, I, I hate to say it, but some of the old-timers who kept talking about Carlsbad and just mm-hmm. how amazing it used to be to... To go, I guess our traffic problems were like pulling into a drive-through compared to what they used to have at Carl's. Oh yeah, really? Really? Uh, I mean, from from in its in its halcyon heydays of uh, the '70s, uh, I imagine that was like going to the US Festival or something. Um, but uh, you know, hey, I went to that Gavin concert. Dude. And he was telling me, you know, like, this is really, you know, kind of a special thing to him. You know, not because he, he wasn't a fan of any of the other places that have motocross and supercross in Southern California, but because it was back in San Diego County. Oh, yeah. And, and you, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but, you know, when I go out there, I usually stay down toward, uh, you know, Murrieta, uh, Temecula, Rhino's house, or, you know, down towards where the guys at One Industries or 
down in Santee, and I, I don't really spend a lot of time as much as other people in Corona, just because the 91 just scares the hell out of me. I, I would rather bang my head off my desk for eight hours yeah. than try to drive from Torrance to, you know, the high desert. I, I just, I'm right. from West Virginia. We don't have a lot of traffic. Yeah. So to me, power wasn't that far out in the middle of nowhere. It's just a different part of Southern California yep. that turned out to have a lot of off-road enthusiasts. Uh, this one might be tough for you, but uh, is there a f- favorite moment that from this summer for you? either on the track or off the track? Was there a couple of moments that were super cool uh, for you? Something like- I, 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 can, I can tell you one was super cool, but it, it turned out to be you know something of a, of a bummer. The way it turned out was seeing James Stewart ride out for practice at Unadilla. I was standing yeah. out there you know, trying to help pound in some stakes because we'd gotten behind on a few things. And he came by and I just stood there for a second, and the kid working with me, uh, and John Ayers Jr. just kind of looked at me and smiled, said, he's back. Right. And we just went right back to work. And uh, I, I really wish that whole thing had turned out differently for James and his team. And and uh, I, I I hope that, uh, you know, the reception he got and the, the amount of coverage he got and the amount of fans that were really glad to see him come out uh, helps him think about, you know, adding outdoors to a schedule in 2011 and beyond. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. And and uh, I was at home uh, the weekend of Millville when Wyndham made his return. Oh, yeah, that and, was cool. uh, yeah. I was I was super pumped, not only when he got his whole shot, but when Aaron Bates grabbed him after the moto, even though we don't normally, they don't normally do, you know, podium, off the podium interviews, I should say, sorry. Right. And he grabbed she grabbed Kevin and started talking to him, and he was just so pumped. And he was showing the blisters on his hands, and I thought, "Wow, you know, those that was that was a big thing to to get you know Chad back last year, to get Kevin back out if it was part time, and then to get James back." Um, beyond that, anytime there was a close race, I mean, the the first 450 moto at Redbud was just maybe one of the best moments in American motocross. I mean, to have that many people cheering for three guys, right. you know, from three different countries, just, you know, totally going for it, you know, down to the last lap. You, you don't get that very often in, in any form uh, of, of racing. Uh, and when you do get it, I don't care if it's a uh, an MX3 GP in Europe or the plus 40 class at Loretta Lens or a WMX race, that's, that's a pretty cool thing to behold. Yeah. And uh, I also, I mean, I don't, play favorites or whatever, but I, I was I was really glad to see Tyler Rattray uh, not only win Mount Morris, but more importantly win Southwick the day his, day his uh, child was born. Right. And uh, I think that Christophe Porcel is amazing on a motorcycle. I think that he will win many titles in the years to come, but uh, I was really happy for the whole Kennard family. And, and not just Trey, but, you know, Carrie, you know, and Aaron, who works on the Lucasfilm crew and all the people. And they, they, that family, you know, lost their their, their daddy. And uh, for them to all pull together in a motocross and kind of keep his memory going and all work on what Trey's trying to do is, is pretty cool. Right. So I'll give you a breaking news thing. I think that you'll see Trey Kennard wear number 41 from here on out. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I kind of want wanted him to take 15. He's kind of worthy of it. But, uh, uh, other than that, well, I want to retire. Yeah, no, he's not worthy number? of that. He's, he's, uh, 
Mathis, in your world, only one man will ever wear the one five. I know. I and know. you know what? Maybe only one man should ever wear the five one. <laughs> um, and also, too, uh, you might have a new team dipping its toe into the national waters in Hart and Huntington. Dodge Hart and Huntington, Kenny, is that a tentative plan? Maybe to do some of them. Man, I mean, if if if, if all the rumors okay. I hear are coming together, um, those guys might line up as as serious as Paola was on their first day. Yeah, I understand that there's some real star power being attached here and there. So um, uh, we'll see. Hey, one one other thing about about the my my favorite moments this year. Um, every time we had a race, Kenny, I, I was or. Um, uh, Steve, I was very, very excited and, and happy that people showed up because a lot of people, you know, gave me and, and other decision makers grief for things like going to Saturday and, mm-hmm. you know, putting the, the TV uh, emphasis on because I knew that that's what it would take to, to, to get the riders back, to get the sponsors involved and everything. So as long as the core fans came out, and I know we lost some, some guys that, that had been coming for a long time, but there sure was a bunch of new kids out there, and that's also important. So my next goal is to get some of those hardcore guys back. Uh, if we got to figure out a way to get a 125 support class in a few races, and by God, maybe that's what we should do. Uh, but we got a, a nice palette right now and the ability to, to, to make a, some nip-tucks. And uh, I'm all ears in this offseason just as I was last year. In a year before. Right, right. I was waiting for him to say his most exciting moment of the year was when he seen me at Washougal when I did TV for those guys. <laughs> that, 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 that was. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't, that wasn't exciting for me as, as much as it was terrifying <laughs> exactly. for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but did you watch it? I did all right. I didn't embarrass nobody. <laughs> how, Except how bad, for myself. How bad was he wanting Kenny to put long sleeves on? I know, oh, yeah. I had a collared shirt he, on. I, I thought he had long sleeves on. Yeah, he had, he had a short sleeves, but it was sleeves nevertheless. Yeah, uh, the, sleeves are, <laughs> the sleeves are built in, but the, uh, I had a I had a collared shirt on, and I did not want to embarrass anybody, so I was up. Uh, I, was, I did my best. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Anybody wants to call in and ask Davey Coombs a question about uh, really anything? The magazine, MX Sports, the Nationals, Supercross, anything that you want. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny to see see Kenny out there. What? Davey, what's your first memory of Watson? We, we, we did a classic commentary where he, when you were working for ESPN, you, uh, you interviewed him when Sheik won the moto, but surely you remember his green or purple hair from earlier with Deegan or who knows what. Yeah, I, I, I actually remember that all the time because Kenny uh, always was uh, a guy who was willing to speak his mind but also had some good stuff to say. I mean, this is a guy who loves motocross, who loves uh, – privateers who, who loves the fan experience loves the the whole deal uh later he would start to scare me but uh <laughs> <laughs> now we've been friends for a long time i can you give me tickets to uh tyler evans's wwe debut did I, I of course i can i want to bring the whole troop you should have, last time i talked to tyler he was like we need to reunite you know like jimmy the valentine we need to, re, we yeah. need to reunite like, you need to what be is my, the beatles yeah. <laughs> easy guy <laughs> just because you and timmy will never reunite again because he's wow. done you should get them reunity on ice and reunite <laughs> <laughs> what's the song <laughs> you know that song <laughs> you want you want to take some calls davy Sure. Hey Coombs, you know, he's like, no, not really. <laughs> hey Coombs, I was going to say, uh, 
Uh, do you do you remember the race when Deegan won the Coliseum race and and you were interviewing? Uh, absolutely, everybody? absolutely. And I remember you. Whenever he got fined, you were like, "How can they find him? How can they find him?" And I turned to you. It was the next week, and I said, "If they ever run that highlight on ESPN or anywhere else, they should take fifty dollars off the fine every time." And had they done that. Right now, you and Deegan would be worth about three million dollars. No, but the way Kenny tells the story is he asked you for an interview. No, I didn't ask. Oh no, him. you didn't ask him. Uh-huh. No, what was the you story? were interviewing Tom Wallace when when Renard was in the lead, and and you and Deegan was like in third. And I, if you remember, I go, you're interviewing the wrong mechanic because my guy's going to win. I I was kind of raw and new at that job, and I do remember that thinking. What if I did interview the wrong guy? What if Brian Deegan somehow wins this race? What if something special happens? Right. And it Who did. knew that Kenny was a soothsayer? <laughs> and it did. But, hey, I've, uh, I, I, per- personally, I always thought you did an awesome job on TV myself. But... It's harder than yeah, it looks, well, that's for sure. I had a ball, and it was easy. All I had to say was, uh, Ricky, how do you feel? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh. and, uh, uh, do you have enough left in the tank? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pulp MX Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Uh, who's this? This has been, and i got a couple oh, serious no questions way. for Davey. Okay, all right. Hey, Davey, how you doing, man? Good has been. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I want to thank you very much for letting the tracks get rough this summer and made for an amazing uh, season. And then uh, i got I got another question for you, but uh, before before you hang up, I want you to tell, in honor of Motocross this Nation's Day, Frank Geraci story. It give you a couple minutes to think about it, but um, Frank what right. I want to talk about is the uh, the webcast. I thought it was excellent, and um, I'm stuck here in New York City. That's your and, fault. Uh, well, my, my wife is my wife is in New York City tonight. Don't tell husband that. Uh, Don't yeah. tell husband. Well, I'm, on, I'm, well, on, I'm, I'm, on eight, I'm on 89th in York. <laughs> I'm up on a rooftop. I'm on a 15th floor. I'm standing on top of the roof on our garden. Uh, so I can talk to you because I can't get a signal in the. If you want to stop by for a drink, uh, welcome to it. We're, oh, we're overlooking Gracie Mansion. It's a beautiful night out, full moon. Awesome place to be in New York tonight. Oh, well, yeah, but, New uh, York City is my favorite. New York City is my favorite place uh, on the whole planet, to be honest with you. Yeah. I know there's not a lot of motocross there, but uh, one day I'm going to get up and check out that track on Long Island. There's a track on Long yeah. Island? I didn't even know. Oh yeah, that. yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, the track on Long Island's actually not bad, but we have uh, yeah, we got a couple local places there. It's, you know. Anyway, All getting right. back to the webcast, the, the first motos were awesome, and I understand that uh, you know Speed TV and, M- and uh, NBC has to have people watch the second motos. So is there any way you can archive the second moto so you can watch it? You know, for the for the hardcore that's guys. A, that's a, you, you're right, and and we should. But the, the only the only thing is that that. Uh, Maybe what we need to do is get Speed to archive it on SpeedTV.com or Speed2.com or whatever the their new thing is. See, we actually, you know, share the content, but when they do a broadcast, and the second moto is what they call the broadcast moto, they right. basically own that. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of people saying, well, why can't you just, you know, internationally, uh, I know that wouldn't help you being in the city, but why can't you internationally show both motos and and that's another thing we're going to try and work on is sort of geo-tracking and blocking uh and you know my goal is to get both motos live the second motos live uh honestly guys we're, we're never going to get all four motos on live in the united states television market it's just too difficult at this point until people get to web-based television and we might right. just be five years away from that it's you know you don't even get NASCAR on live for five and a half hours, 
And, the second motors need to be archived, and I agree 100%. Yeah, because you have to work so hard as a hardcore fan of the sport to watch the, the models live on the Internet because, of course, there's no way to watch it once it's lost. So you wait till Monday morning to see the archive, which is now really good. But the shows are fantastic. Weege, the local Jersey boys, doing a great job. It, it's uh, it's really a good product. I think Weege is the only guy who's dragging everything down, in my own opinion. I yeah. agree. All right, thanks, Hasbin. <laughs> and, and Dave, Dave, you came a long way from, uh, from doing the monster truck shows at the Garden. Uh, what? Uh, nice. I, uh, one, one of my favorite memories of the city. Now, as far as yeah. your Frank Gerace story goes, is this yeah. the time I called him a giant house cat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who that is. He's a, he's this is a the time I called him Papa Smurf. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, this, this is before Matthew's time, and probably Kenny's time, so they don't know him. He's a character. No, I, I, he I, was I, a great, great guy, and he actually was a tireless... Uh, Worker for motocross, yeah. particularly in the Northeast, and uh, I always enjoyed having Frank at the races. Uh, he he uh, was quite a character, and you're right, he was a, a neat guy. Has been, we gotta go, we got a lot of calls. Okay, man. All right, All right. thanks, See you. Back, baby. Yeah, has, thanks, man. Has been, will call back in a little bit, don't worry about that. Yeah. Pulp Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Who's this? This is Tony. Hey, Tony, what's going on? Thank you for listening to the show. You got a question for DC? Yeah, yeah. Mine. I don't know if it's an AMA or uh, MX Sports, but it has to do with uh, with classes for the Loretta Lens. But and my my main complaint is uh, is that while you have the while you have a variety of classes set up for the underage riders, you know, everywhere from ABC, schoolboy, college boy, etc., the vets. You know, are sort of left out in the cold here, and I was wondering if you know, in the future, is there a plan to change that? You know, where maybe you know, where C class riders aren't going to have to go up against like the likes of Doug Dubox just because they're over forty. Or... Yeah, this is a question I've heard a little bit, Davey. I don't know how much this is your territory though, because it's you know. MX, no, but, yeah. but, but 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 you know, I'm I'm a soon to be forty five year old rider that doesn't want to race with Doug Dubach either. Uh, but yeah, here, the, here. the problem is, and I, I totally understand uh, uh, what, what he's talking about. You know, the, the tough thing is in motocross, it's a lifelong passion, sort of like golf. You know, people play it even after they're done being a pro. And that guy, whether it's Ar- Arnold Palmer or anyone who used to be a pro, is probably always going to be better than the people of their age group. But they have no other place to race. And Loretta Lynn's, we just try to, to put him into age categories. And, and yeah, it's kind of come back in, in some ways to, to make for some, some strange sort of statistics and numbers, like the fact that the all-time winningest rider at the AMA Amateur National Championships is now Kevin Walker. And uh, he has 14 records or 14 titles now, but he could have 20 before it's all done because he just gets older and gets to move into a, a different class. So... The problem is, though, that, that you know, we've, we've, we've worked it out, we've mapped it out, and at Loretta Lens, we can fit 33 classes into a one-week program where everyone will get long motos, everyone will get quality practice, quality track prep, and, and you have to make some, some cuts here and there. And, and the problem is that it's kind of expanded on the, the older end of the spectrum in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years, uh, and, and because it's gotten more popular, guys who quit racing, whether it's Robbie Rayner, Doug Dubach, Matt Tedder, you know, anybody who's been around for a long time, that still races and races and races, they're still going to be 
fast, and, and that's something I agree we, we need to work on. We need to think about tweaking. The, the conundrum is how do you do it and not limit the amount of time those other 32 or 31 classes get? And, and if maybe we need to cut one older class and then add a, like we do at the vet BC class, but do it for 40-plus, maybe that's something to consider. I, I, you know, like I said, I'm going to be 45. I still can't beat Doug Dubach and can't beat Kevin Walker and can't beat Keith Johnson. And the more pros that, you know, retire and go into those classes, the tougher it's going to get for the, the rank-and-file people who really are lifelong amateurs. Thanks, Tony. All right. Yeah, there's only so many. Thanks, hours, there's only so many hours of daylight, I guess, right? To race. <laughs> there, there is, but he's, that's, a, that's a very valid uh, uh, complaint. Uh, you know, and, and the thing is, if you if you change a class here, and no offense to Tony, I mean he's right. We we need to look at that. But then the girls want a third class, right. or the 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 you know schoolboys, you know, or the two stroke people, or, or whatever. It's a you're sort of always chasing it, and we're always trying to find the the sweet spot, and, and I think that we need to do more work on our bet classes. All right, let's take another call here. Pulp MX Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Who's this? Yeah, this is Ryan. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Ryan? Thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate it. You got a question for DC? Yeah, and uh, all you guys, too. And um, It's a privateer question. I don't know if uh, Davey's involved with this or not, but what is a privateer? I mean, Kyle Chisholm, these guys that ride for Moto Concept. Oh man, not, I mean, this, not this question. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting paid. They're getting paid to ride a dirt bike. They're getting flown to the races. They got a mechanic, all this and that. I mean, not, not taking anything away from them. They're great riders, and I know like Matt Bounty, you know, got the award for you, Kenny, and everything. But how are they really a privateer when you look at like say Kyle Regal? Hey, I, I mean, can I can answer this question for you. Really, really, really. Kenny easy. just woke up. Welcome. Well, this is what the deal is, and Davey, I don't know if you knew this, but I had a call uh, last week from uh, Mr. Supercross himself, John Gallagher, and yep. uh, John told me that it's a big, big problem with Feld and with, uh, with those guys over there at the FIM, and what they want to do is they're going to eliminate, I don't, if, if you don't know this, there's a, a privateer fund, it's a $17,000 purse per weekend that they put into it, what they do is they split it up among all the privateers in the main event. So if you're, if you're eligible to be a privateer and there's eight guys in the main event that are privateers, they split that money up from the guy from the, the, the top privateer. In, in 17,000 split eight ways. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it goes from the, the guy that's the, the finished the highest to the, to the lowest, and they divide it. Well, what they're doing is they're taking that money out of the – um, the main, and they're going to put it right into the LCQ now. So let's say, oh, yeah? let's say um, the guy that gets last in the LCQ gets 250 bucks. Well, now there's going to be a $17,000 purse that's going to be broken up into that main, into the last chance qualifier. I think that's better. I think that's a lot better. But they still cannot um, figure out how to take the the yeah. the, the end of the year. Let me, yeah, let me let me see if I can jump in there, Kenny. And and I, I think first. that's a great idea. Head first. The reason the Racer X gas card always went to the third place finisher in the LCQ was because the lines of who is a privateer and who is not have become so blurred. Right. You know, and Kenny, this goes back to the Moto Triple X uh, days, you know, the Scott Sheik, you know, days. Was he getting free bikes from Suzuki? Was he, you know, uh, James Dobb, you know, it, it, it's it's a never-ending question. And because the economy 
uh, you know, made the left turn and then full-on reverse in the last couple of years. Um, I don't really think all of the people that we, the public thinks are getting paid are truly getting paid. Uh, yes, there's a big difference between um, the guy in the box van or Kyle Regal uh, in, a, in a big rig, but, you know, I always understood that the factories, and by that I mean the five OEMs, basically told the series or the AMA who they were giving help to, whether it was free bikes, parts, right. salary, whatever, and then they, they sort of eliminated, eliminated those guys. But it still didn't look right when, say, Heath Boss, who had his own semi, was out there or, or was riding for Mach 3 or, or whatever. And it's just become so difficult that I, I hate to say it, but uh, the term privateer is almost hard to define anymore. I don't know that I you agree. can define it. A privateer, according to the dictionary, is what uh, someone who attacks pirate ships or, you know, a private <laughs> ship that, you know, attacks the Navy. You know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a long-time term that basically means you're, you're spending your own way to the races, but I don't right. think there's a single person who doesn't get some help from somebody, well, that, even, yeah, if right. is, I mean, even if it is parts from about, a bike shop. What about shop the series? I mean, I would think... The motocross I, series does not have a privateer award for would, that reason. I would think a guy like Kyle Regal would draw a salary from fly racing. As a matter of fact, I'm probably pretty sure. Now, it's not, it's not a lot. But all of a sudden, is he a privateer? I mean, geez, where do you stop? And like Davey said, I mean, I kind of know what Kyle Chisholm makes just because he's a good friend of mine and we talk. You would be shocked at what Kyle Chisholm makes for, you know, he's a fill-in rider for Moto Concepts this year. You would be amazed. Even though he's placing in the top ten, you know, as a fill-in ride and they didn't have a lot of budget left, it's one of those questions. Yeah, but in the motocross series, there wasn't a privateer fund. I know that Aaron talked about speed. There was not a, they didn't get the, 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 you know, high-ranking privateer or anything like that. Uh, we know how, how hard that's become to define, and it, it's, a, it's a real head-scratcher. And the thing to do is to find other ways to take care of those guys. But, you know, yeah, there's a big difference. I, I don't think that anyone was more privateer than Kyle Regal running at the front end of the pack like that. And um, the things I that he that, did... I thought I was under the, the impression that... He, there was a, a, I don't know if there was an award, or was it for the motocross series, just like, okay, you're the top privateer, you don't get a reward. I thought that was covered, like, it was a battle between Chisholm and yeah, Vigo. I thought, and I thought there was it, one, too. It, it was, it was, but it was, it was just a battle that they talked about on TV, per se. It wasn't like a, 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 a banner that, that that person flying. Yeah, your phone, oh, yeah, I your think phone that would just confuse a lot of people that there's a guy standing next to a tractor trailer getting interviewed about a top privateer award, and he's all collared shirted up, standing next to a, you know, million dollar right. semi. But the guy, you know, just to take it from a different approach, what about Beth Swanepoel, who came over as a fill-in rider for Star Racing? Uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of guys who, who were in those trucks you know, not at the beginning of the year, but some at the end of the year who were doing it because it's important to the team to have the bikes out there that they've told their sponsors that they would have. I mean, if you take the rig, exactly. you know, you might as well take some more people out there. But I, I think that the route that, that it sounds like Supercross taking is yeah. probably 
I like that. A, a smarter route because it rewards more people who truly deserve an extra hand, but also gets rid of that silly argument so that we don't have, you know, a year where Larry Ward, you know, running no lean and, and getting second in the series is or isn't the privateer. Right. You know, and, and they're still right, collecting a salary. That's the thing that I've always said. If you collect a salary and, you know, there's not too many teams out there, and even if the OEMs say, oh, we're not supporting them, with the, at the end of the day, the OEMs is allocating 10 bikes to a dealer and parts through the dealer, so you have to go through the dealership. But at the end yeah. of the day, those bikes are coming from the OEM. All right. Well, hey, great, great debate. Let's move on to some other questions, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah no problem. Thanks, Thank man. you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we could spend probably all night on that. I want to. I don't want to yeah, take up too much more of your time, Davey. That one's ruthless. Uh, Pulpa, see that guy couldn't wait. Papa Mexchel, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Who's this? Ed. Who? Thug. Ed. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Ed. Uh, Special. It's Ed. not Thug, Kenny. Don't call our listeners' names. He's a thug. Uh, hey, Ed, you got a question for DC? Yeah, yeah, but is this the Watson and the other guy show, right? It yeah, is. Yeah, you got it. It you is. Got it. Uh, no, no. Um, I was just wondering, you know, I live here in Northern California and drove up to watch you, and I think um, the live radio feed up there was like, you know, made the made the race entirely. I was wondering if you guys had any plans for doing anything like that for any of the other races. I don't even know what you're really talking about. The live radio feed. Yeah, watch you will have their own uh, radio oh, station yeah? okay. broadcasting the uh, race think, information. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think that I think that all of the tracks do that in some form or another. Uh, with us, it's always eighty-eight point seven at the High Point or Steel City or Loretta Lens. Uh, you know, that's that's a small pirate radio setup that uh, you can hook up that allows people that are camping at a distance hear the, the loudspeakers to listen to the announcing, uh, the chat, and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly haven't been able to listen to it much this year because I'm always on the infield or somewhere. But uh, I, I'm sure that uh, a lot of the tracks do it. I hope they will continue to do it, yes. Hey, you know what's sweet about, Thanks, Ed. about, about your radio uh, uh, coverage that you had at Steel City? And uh, I remember, uh, and Mal Morris, I remember a couple guys I used to work for in the 125 class we used to get so smoked that we'd be at, we would leave before the end of the 250 race. And I remember I would want to watch and listen to the race. Um, and I remember the year McGrath and Emick were going for it, that I would pull over to the side of the road before I'd lose, uh, <laughs> lose it. And I would sit there and listen to it to beat the traffic out. Right. So I was pumped on it. <laughs> Memories of Watson. Uh, yeah, see, I was high tech. <laughs> you ain't too high tech. Yeah. Your phone sucks. Coops is in a fish tank right now. Yeah, your phone yeah. Oh, we, we lost him. Finally. We, oh, you know what happened? What? Morgantown's off the map. Do <laughs> you ever see that War Games movie? Where they just the things hit it? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. War games. He's uh, calling Hello? Back. Hello? Hello? You back? Hello? Hey, are you back? Giuseppe? Yes. Giuseppe. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I have like this G9 iPhone thing. Oh, and uh, yeah. every, every every time the moon orbits, it, it goes out. Sorry yeah. about that. So we missed your last part about the radio coverage. You were in you were inside the infield or something. You said you were so. Oh up- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I had a I I was a little high tech bike then. What I would do is um, I would actually drive all the way home, uh, and then I would call one nine hundred INF Moto. <laughs> yeah. And let, 
Glenn Wells tell me about what happened. And then your mom would get the bill. <laughs> hey, Glenn, hey, you know what? Glenn was, he was a little bit before his time, but as soon as the internet and all the radio, I mean, dude, that was the thing to do, to call in, man, Saturday night. And he would yeah, talk but, forever. You know what? Oh. He, was, he was 20 years behind, well, he was 15 years behind Dave Despain, who used to do the AMA hotline that you could call, I remember, as far back as, like, 1976. Really? And he would just yeah. read off the results that would be you know, faxed in or called in from uh-huh. some whatever the racetrack was. Hey, that was how Dave Despain got his start in broadcasting. I didn't even know that. Hey, check this out. Figures you Glenn would. used to sponsor Moto Triple X the first year. Oh, yeah? We used, to have, we used to run one INF moto. I like how he would be like Scott Sheik from Germantown, <laughs> yeah, New York. <laughs> you had to pay by the And minute. Scott's got a great... Big long list of sponsors, yes, he all does. of whom <laughs> deserve credit for the fine 14th place yeah, like, just, at yeah, Boom Tioga, <laughs> otherwise known as Binghamton. Right. Uh, Paul Mex Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Uh, who's this? Hello? 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 Is this Steve? It's Steve. Yeah. You got a question for Davey Coombs or me yeah. or Kenny Watson? Yeah, hey, I do. Uh, this is Steve. I'm down here in Kentucky. Oh, you're Steve. I was Steve, too. Um, all right. All right. Deal. Hey, Steve in Kentucky, hey. what's up? Hey, uh, Davey, my question is, I help with this track here in Bowling Green here that actually has a qualifier every year, part of the Mideast Series, I guess, that Sam Gammon comes and puts on. But this track here in a few years back was having big crowds, and now the crowds are pretty much drying up around here. And there's been a lot of talk about how the qualifiers, especially on the east, you know, mid-east area, just sort of dominate the whole spring. Are there any ideas about what could happen to maybe, you know, free up race dates in the spring, consolidate qualifier weekends, that kind of thing? All right. Thanks for the question, Steve. Uh, David? Uh, that's kind of out of my... Uh, uh, Jurisdiction? <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I... I Still, you know, follow all the things that go on, but uh, it doesn't seem like there was any more qualifiers than there's ever been. I I just think some of the emphasis uh, has grown on Loretta Lynn's. Uh, That said, uh, the amateur racing is down in my district, too, and uh, Mm -hmm. and PAMX and and all the different, you know, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Uh, it's, It's a tough time for people to be, uh, you know, funding their own racing and racing every weekend, you know, and there's a million reasons for it. Uh, and, and people can draw lines to the economy, uh, the, the high cost of insurance, the high cost of four strokes, four stroke maintenance, so on and so forth. Um, but I think that people are being a little more choosy about where and when they race. And maybe that's why it may seem like, you know, a national program like uh, Loretta Lens or, you know, anything to do with Ponca City or some of the other things might dominate the calendar. But I think that, that people go race and, and, and try to be in places uh, where it's going to do their career the most good or where they know they're going to get the, the, the best uh, competition or whatnot. Right. Um, I would have to look at how many races are, are in that area and, and why, and see if there was there was more to it than that. But but I apologize. You know, it's I've really been focused on the professional stuff the last couple of years. So uh, Steve, I'll, I'll look into it. Feel free to send me an email at uh, dc at mxsports.com and uh, I'll do my best to get you an answer. Right on. Hey, Davey, question. This is Kenny. Uh, 
just wanted to ask you, uh, next year when you guys come back for the outdoors, um, are you guys, is this still the Lucas Oil uh, monster? Or are you guys doing anything different, or is it the same exact? It was Rockstar this year. The rock. Way to stay up on it. It was no, Lucas Oil no. Rockstar. <laughs> Lucas Oil's Rockstar? Yeah. This past season, yes. That's what I said. I said you Lucas. Said monster. You said Monster. You said Monster. Okay. That's two against my, one, dude. I, that's, I'm kind of brainwashed right now, dude. I, I just see big monster claws in my sleep. <laughs> but uh, I'm just See, and I see gold stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see cheeseburgers. <laughs> but that's what yeah. I'm I thought you I thought you saw like really tall leprechauns. <laughs> exactly. I do. Wearing fifteen. I do if and that's why I want to hang out with DJ. <laughs> Oh. Um, I, I no, I the Lucas Oil folks were really really pleased the last couple of years. We're completely stoked to have them involved in the series. Uh, I got involved with Tory Lee's team. Uh, you know, led some races with with Wilbur Hahn and and Ben Townley, of course, and uh, even you know sponsored Tara and the WMX. And hell, Cole Seeley was on the podium. I know, great ride. Last race. That's all all good stuff for uh, for Lucas Oil and, and that team and uh, Rockstar. Uh, love working with those guys. They were a lot of fun. Uh, Kelso, uh, Frank Guernsey, and especially James Hansen, who's become a really good friend. Um, you know, I have good friends at all of the energy drink companies, obviously, uh, but uh, I've enjoyed working with Rockstar and, and hope we can continue. You know, we're, we're in a position where we work with all of the energy drink companies to some extent or another. You know, Red Bull's the title sponsor for Loretta Lynn's and will be for. Uh, you know, or have that category for some time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Eric Johnson's, you know, my best friend, and he's a, a bit monster. And so I, I'm pulled different ways, and my, uh, uh, at the end of the day, like anybody in any series, whether it's, uh, you know, Feld, Ustream, uh, the Work Series, uh, our own GNCC, you, you got to do a juggling act with, uh, the sponsors that are involved and very active in, in uh, racing. And I, I say that we as the sport are so lucky that the, the energy drink market decided to, to focus heavily on us. And uh, if not, these last couple of years, I think would have been really hard for yeah. a lot of teams, a lot of promoters, uh, a lot of spokes models. Uh, uh, hey, uh, that, was a, that was a joke. That, that last yeah. part is a joke. You yeah. know, the spokesmodels, yeah. a lot of them. I got it. No, I got it. Kenny Kenny's Kenny has a problem on our show. He reads the chat room. You know, people are making fun of him and, and all that, and then he kind of reads the chat room. He tunes in and out. But, um, uh, hey, what about the age limit? What's going on with that? Is there anything new to report? Is it going back down? Is it staying where it is? Do we know? I imagine that there will be a change, and I imagine it's probably coming within – by the end of the week. Oh, okay. If, oh, wow. If, if, if things uh, if things get moving, I just know that all the principals have uh, agreed that um, with the change in uh, case law in Florida, uh, that goes back to the law where they were not going to recognize the validity of minor release consent forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it put a huge scare into uh, AMA Pro Racing, which is based in Daytona. Of course, felt you know our, our partners and Supercross to have races at Daytona and, and you know over the years in many other Florida cities, it just seemed like the right thing to do. And then there's a lot of other factors that went into that. Uh, you know, I come from a family of school teachers, and uh, I, I'm not a big fan of homeschooling 
when it becomes home racing. And we see that way too often in our sport. And that's glad someone like Andrea Lee is out there with her on-track program working on it. But whenever Governor Christ in Florida on April 27th signed into law uh, a bill that, that states that, uh, you know, it does uphold the validity of those forms, it kind of changed everything back for, you know, legal concerns. And, and, and since then, I've been listening to a lot of people from Roger DeCoster to uh, this young rider's father and this kid from Europe and 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 then people who don't want to see a change back. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people and a lot of, uh, I guess you call them shareholders, that have a lot to say with, you know, the future of professional racing in America. And the consensus has been to reconsider it. And uh, we're, we're at that final uh, part of it where, where I foresee a change, yes. All right, last call for Davey Coombs right here. Pablo Mech Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Who's this? DC, sorry, this is Tony. I don't mean to beat the dead horse. I got cut off where you're, you're alluding to. Tony, are you, are you back on the roof? Is my wife with you? <laughs> but you were talking about dividing up the classes without adding classes. And my, my suggestion was just going to be you have, right now you have it as the junior 25 plus, the 35 plus, 45 plus, master's 50, senior 40, and then the vet BC class. Whereas if you, Took it, took the 25 class and made that an A class and then attached a BC class also to that. And then you could do the same thing, you know, within 10 year increments. Hold on, ca carry that, the one, that. move the two, uh, carry the one. I got it, okay. I got it figured out. Hey, Tony, Tony, do me a favor. Send me an email with, with you your go. plan, uh, dc at mxsports.com, uh, and uh, I will be glad to look at it. And sit down with Tim Potter and Kip Bigelow, who's actually going to be in the MX Sports office tomorrow. Kip's from the AMA and actually won a moto in the Plus 45 class a couple years ago. Uh, if you could shoot that over to me, uh, I'd be glad to consider. There you go, Tony. Or at least run it, run it up the flagpole, I guess I could say. Excellent. Thank you. Flagpole, flagpole stops with you, Davey. Come on. Um, hey, this weekend, Motocross the Nations. Uh, very, very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I got a media pass, so I'm very excited about that. Are you going MX Sports in any capacity? Has anything to do with it? Or are you going as a spectator, fan? What? Uh... No, I'm, I'm just going as a spectator. Okay. I'm going to uh, support Team USA like we always do. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, what David Clayball has done with Thunder Valley. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's going to have a, a fantastic facility. Uh, you know, you see a different sort of take on how it's to be, and, and I've been very impressed with what I've seen from them. Uh, especially last year in Italy, I should add, that was a, a really good track that uh, uh, definitely, you know, moved the needle for a lot of people who were mm -hmm. saying it was going to be a super cross track. Uh, that was a that was a bitchin' track, so I look forward to that. Uh, probably have a meeting or two. We'll see how that goes. And uh, But uh, we're already very much focused on, you know, the 2011 Lucas Oil AMA motocross season, and uh, all I want to do is see Team USA win. I want to see Dean Wilson ride his ass off for. Uh huh. Who's he riding for? <laughs> Why you got to be like that? Why you got to just Ooh, stick it Bermuda. in? Bermuda. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, Fasciati, Clat, and Wilson would have been top five. I tell you right yeah. now, but. But, but I, you know, I'm pulling for for you know, Brett Metcalf and Ben Talley and all all the guys who ride the AMA. Right. Uh, circuit no matter what country they're from and i just hope there's good racing i i i, I want team usa to win absolutely yeah. 
but I'd love for it to be as close and as exciting as it was last year in Italy. Of course, when we say it's the last call, then our phone lines light up, but whatever. Right. Um, yeah, grab one more. I, I, I'm okay. sorry, Tony got in there twice. And he did. Tony, send me, send me an email, and I'll, I'll take a look at His it. His wife's in New York. His wife's, yeah, exactly. His wife's with Hasbin. Well, yeah. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with Davey Coombs. Last question of the night. Who's this? Please tell me I'm in. You're in. Uh, it's Corey Moser. <laughs> Corey Moser. You've made the last call. I'm tempted to hang uh, up on you and pick another more intelligent caller, but I will not. <laughs> Fair enough. I it literally called in because that the last caller just sucked. <laughs> well, okay, <let's... laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He's, uh, that's, okay, that's a well, huge he was, issue. He's beating it. Yeah, he's being a good in the amateur motocross world. Well, I'm I'm an, a real amateur. I'm not even thirty, so. Okay, what's anyway. your, what's your question, Moser? Because you're question? you're quickly yeah. going into Tony territory. All right, so my question was: Is there any um, uh, what's the bad blood between you and MXA? Is, I, I hate to end it on such a <laughs> sensitive note, but. You know, did you read their whatever they had on today? I, I don't frequent the site because they suck, but um, they they, they kind of have an they, attitude. They, they don't. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't suck. They just they just have a different take on things, and it's no different than you know someone watches you know this news station or reads the New York Times as compared to Fox News or the Wall Street Journal. It's just a, a different philosophy, and and uh, you know uh, I. Didn't really know uh, Jody for most of my life, just because I kind of stayed on the East Coast and uh, you know never really ran into him. And in the last couple of years, I have got to know him, and I, I, I value his uh, input, and uh, I hope he values mine to some extent. And uh, we we see a lot of things eye to eye, but we we've seen a few things uh, very differently. And uh, he was, you know pretty squarely uh, against uh, all the things that happened with the breakup with Glenn Helen, and uh, both sides had no cho- choice but to move on, and uh, I, I've done that. No, I, I didn't read anything on their site, but uh, I'm sure they've made fun of our traffic problem, and uh, I uh, don't blame them. But I guarantee <laughs> you that it's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> but I will make sure that that problem gets fixed uh, Right, well, Davey, I, I, Davey I, I love you. I love the magazine and the Jesus. series. And uh, if this doesn't work out, you could always be a politician because that was a really good answer. But that was an honest answer, and I, I appreciate it. Well, that no, answer. no, I don't. I, I, I totally believe you. That was sincere. And I no, I'm not trying to talk bad about them. I mean, they're good at what they do. Um, I just wish they were a little more open to. I think, um, I think Davey's got a point. It is like there's a crowd. That that appeals to, wait, wait, and just wait, like a Fox News or whatever, crowd? a crowd. Sum it up. MXA appeals to a forty and over Southern California. Hey, no, let's, oh, let, do me a favor. While I'm on the line, let's yeah. not let's not get into a, a pinata fest here on MXA or Trans World or Racer X or anything like that. Every magazine does a different job. Uh, you know, if if this were a testing call and I was Don Maeda, uh, there might be a problem between him and those guys for testing but it's a racing call and it's a difference uh between jody and i and it's not a big deal it's just uh you know sometimes you end up on the different sides of the issues sometimes you end up you know on the different side of the fence and uh in this case uh i i regret that the things that that he and i built up over the last few years 
kind of got sideways uh, on the Glen Helen breakup and the, the emergence of Pala. But, uh, you know, we're, we're moving forward. I'm sure they're moving forward. And uh, we cover Glen Helen, and uh, I, I hope they have, you know, big races to come. And I hope that their motocross of nations in 2013 is the biggest one ever. I, I think by then people will be more familiar with uh, riders from all over the world, and we will have raised a, a whole new crop of great American stars. So uh, I wish only the best for them, and and I know Joey will be there to cover it, and uh, I'll be there too. So. Yeah, and you know what you need to do right now? You need to clarify that you don't love him because that was really gay, and say that you really <laughs> like what he does. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say. No, no, no not, not you, David. Not, not you. I know you're not gay. No, boy, the, boy, the boy, I know you're not gay. The caller who the said caller, he loves you. He said he loves you. And oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, you're nowhere, I know you're nowhere near that status, buddy. I know you way too long. Jesus. Sorry about that. No, 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 <laughs> no worries. Hey, text me. <laughs> hey, Moser, Moser, thanks for calling in, bud. Yeah, all right. See and, you guys. And, hey, we're going to have your buddy Andrew Short on really shortly. So, what, what, Are you serious right now? Yeah, Shorty's going to be on in about 10 minutes. Go get some tissues, yeah. buddy. Don't tease me. Hey, real quick. No, 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 I'm, not, one, I'm not one, the crier. One quick Shorty story. Yeah. Uh, when all of the uh, 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 posters and, and, and advertising came out for the designations, uh, James Stewart was on the middle, front and center. And I think that the, the, the people in Europe who really didn't maybe understand some of what was going on over here or whatever didn't realize that there was a chance he wouldn't be on the team. And, and uh, when it became Andrew Short, uh, they changed everything at the last moment. And I was like, thank God, because <laughs> we were printing the program. So Andrew Short is on the cover of the Motocross of Nations program along with Tony Caroli and uh, Ken Rocks, and so Kyle Shorty has said uh, uh, we were going to hold the presses, and just in case they they didn't change it, but they they did, so I was stoked for the guy. Cool. You know what's cool? I can't think of a better-looking fellow, and it just so happens I look similar to him. Better-looking toehead. All right, Moser. You 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 creeped me out. (laughs) Well, hey, Davey, thank you for coming on the show, man. Yeah. All you people that are calling in right now, you had your chance. Yeah. So, should have called in earlier. Hey, you I met that lose. dude. Sorry, sorry. I met Moser when I was uh, at Wash Eagle. The dude had Daisy Dukes on. Yeah. Yeah, you probably saw him too, Davey. You've probably seen him, Davey. Well. Yeah, that, that just kind of ruined the rest of my night. Uh, oh. Thanks. There you go. Right on. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the show. Always a good talk. Uh, thank you for everything. Hey, I'll see you guys yep. uh, in Denver, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks, man. Later. All right, Davey Coombs, there we go. Racer X Illustrated, MX Sports, Davey Coombs, uh, um, honest conversation there. Thanks, Moser, for creeping everybody out at the end here. We're going to go to commercial right now, and then we're going to come back with uh, Captain America. I guess he can be. Andrew Short. I guess he can be. He's on the cover. (laughs) Yeah, he can be. Uh, We'll get into that, Kenny, when we come back. Thank you for listening to the Public MX Show. See you here in like four minutes or so.
Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hey, Kenny, right now I want to talk about one of the sponsors, uh, the new sponsors of the Pulp MX show, a guy who's come on board recently. That would be the Racer's Edge, uh, otherwise on the web as TREMX.com, a uh, Simi Valley mail-order powerhouse. And uh, you actually go back with these guys. Yeah, we go back a long ways. These are the original Racer's Edge. I mean, I go over the all over the country, and I've seen the Racer's Edge on you know people's box trucks and other stores. But this is the one and only Racer's Edge. Um, throughout the years, they've helped out riders like Kyle Lewis, Brian Deegan, Brian Swing, Billy Payne, Paul Curry. Tyler Evans, Casey Johnson, Scott Cheek, Phil Lawrence, Mike and Jeff Alessi, Kerry Hart, Ronnie Feist, Sink Mars, wow. Timmy Wiegand, and the list goes on. And the cool thing is, all it takes is a phone call or email, order something, and you're on their team. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You had a small Simi Valley powerhouse shop that uh, stepped up and helped us out. And uh, you can check them out at TREMX.com. Remember, anything over 100 bucks is free shipping. So uh, keep that in mind as well. It's your one-stop moto shop for everything that you need. And if you pulp, if you type in Pulp MX Show, all caps, you will get an extra discount on your order, Kenny. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Well, hit them up. These guys will take care of you. And when they say it's going to be there, it's there. No BS. There you go. Right from Kenny Watson. Support them. TREMX.com. Welcome back to the Pulp Mech Show. That was Davey Coombs, and we, earlier we had Randy Yoho on. Uh, all good guests. Uh, next up on the show, we have uh, Andrew Shore, Captain America. Hey, uh, Kenny, curious as to what Kevin Windham wanted when he was calling you there in the middle of the show. Just saying hi. Did he say, put your microphone close to your mouth? Yep. Okay. He was just saying hi? Yep. Okay. Saying what up, Dub? Just checking he, in. Right. This guy's been on hold. He can't be there. He's been on hold for forever. It has been. He's been there. Hola. Yeah, he's gone. All right, let's get Andrew Short on the, on the phone here. Did and then it. we can uh, get going and talk to our Captain America. Captain America. That's Andrew Short. I don't know how we got the name, but Coombs, I was calling him. What was I calling him? Captain Princess America, bud. Princess America, but now he's on the cover of the, of the uh, program. Yeah. He might not even know that. Let's get some breaking no, news. No, he's, he's been listening to the show. He could, he could be your wingman at the nightclub, and he's Captain Savaho. Captain Savaho. <laughs> Shorty? Hello? Shorty. Yo. You are live on the show, Pulp MX show. Thank you for coming on. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me is my co-host, Kenny Watson, team manager, Hart and Huntington Honda. 
Church might be the new team manager of Merge Racing, Holligan. And you'll, uh, I heard the rumor on the street is that that's where you're going. Uh, so we might be able to work together. And my buddy JR is here. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's like a big short family reunion where we're in the living room listening to you guys' show and watching Monday Night Football. Uh, good game. The... Hey, you're same as us, except we're doing the show yep. and watching Monday Night Football. Uh, hey, I can't hey, believe that the Niners are holding it in there. Hey, did you hear when I called you uh, what made you Captain America? <laughs> did, you, did, you hear, did you hear that part, Shorty? No. Good. Okay, yeah. Never I mind. said you're, you're Captain America, by the way. And I'm all, how, how did he get the label Captain America? And then what did I say, Steve? You said you're pr- he's Princess America. Because you're pretty. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, he just uh, made that up part up. Uh, hey, 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 sure, but why don't you uh, – do you, you, you know you're on the cover of the program, right? Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, Isn't that awesome? That, that yeah. makes you Captain America in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Kenny just um, changed his tune. You're, you did. You're oh, less shit. than seven days away from the motocross the nations, which is, uh, you know, you are on the team with Ryan Dungey and Trey Kennard. Uh What are you thinking? You're in Colorado just hanging out, practicing? or? Yeah, no, I'm loving it. I've um, been able to get some good quality riding in. and The altitude is, uh, you know, I'm getting more acclimated to it. It's been a long time since I've lived here, and I feel like it's going to be an advantage for me going into the race. And, uh-huh. I'm excited. It's it's like I'm at that point where I'm really excited and the nerves I haven't set in. Everybody that I've talked to uh, associated with the race, with the motocross of nations, I've been there in the past, um, tell me that the nerves are coming. But uh, yeah. right now I'm just excited, especially uh, with the race here being in Colorado. Do you uh, do you have your like official practice bike from Texas, or did you are you riding your race bike, or how did what are you riding out there? Some old yeah, no, I have a couple of practice bikes that Honda has given me, and yeah, we bought them up from Texas. Oh, okay, all right, you brought them up. My parents' house, and Toshi, uh, he was a Fuelix mechanic. He's a, a Japanese mechanic. Right. He's a really good guy. He came up and dialed my bike in for the MXDN spec, and sweet, and running different fuel and different pipe. Right. Uh, What's Gothic doing? Gothic's busy building bikes, man. He, he, the whole crew back there is getting ready for the big race. I don't want to scare you, Shorty, but it's Gothic, stupid. Gothic was. On the last time Gothic worked for Team USA, he was my helper, and we lost. So I'm not. Hey, I'm not gonna. Why you gotta bring that mojo to the table? I'm just dude. saying. Don't forget about it. Gothic has redemption on his on his table here. All right, but you know. Hey, we're just pumped. We we can have two bikes here at this race. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you check in two bikes. Yeah, I yep. forgot about that. Um, well, yeah, that's cool, man. It, you know, it's well deserved. It's it's a great honor for you, and uh, man, being at Lakewood and just. The fans leaning over their fences, uh, freaking out. It's going to be, I mean, I kind of wish I was you. It's going to be really cool for you. Yeah, I'm excited. All the reasons, like you said. And mm-hmm. As a kid growing up in Colorado, I never thought there would be a national here. And once, uh, you know, that all kind of evolved, it, was, it almost seemed too good to be true. And I always love racing here just because it feels like home. And, you know, never in, in my wildest dreams, because I imagine uh, you know, motocross nations coming to Colorado. It's huge for the state. and. Mm-hmm. The, and everything else, but for me personally, it hey, means Shorty. a lot, and I think it, you know a lot of uh, memories are going to come from this race. Shorty, Mathis is all mad at me because I, I talked mid, mid, whenever. Mid, you you interrupt a lot of our guests, Kenny. Well, fire me then, dude. All I'm right? not going to fire you, but he, Shorty was talking about a good. Whoa, he had a good whoa, point. Whoa, dude, this guy's an idiot, man. This is why okay. I want to leave. Kenny, Shorty. go ahead, dude. Okay, Kenny, sorry. Shorty, will you do me a favor? If you win, if the U.S. wins. When you're walking away from that podium with that big ass trophy, will you please hold Jackie's hand? <laughs> I got will a video you, for you one day, dude. I just want—I I just want to see you hold her hand walking just, away. Yeah. Because you know what? If you win the, the nations, that means America wins, and 
you'll win me over in your heart, in my heart. Oh, he hasn't won you over? No, no, in my heart. Oh. Because that means more to me to see him hold her hand. Because he told me that when they went to the doctor to see if she was pregnant again, if she was, he was going to give her a kiss and hold her hand walking out of the doctor's uh-huh. office. And I've never heard anything since. <laughs> Dude, that's no problem. But if you're walking through the, the pits with your chick and she has gear on and holding hands, it's just not right. Well, I don't, I don't want her to suit up in gear. Tell her to bring her cowboy hat and you could, you know, walk hand in hand with the trophy and have her in one hand and your, and your, and your daughter in the other and you guys would be gold. Does she have her shark plano? Pro grip gear still that she can put on. She has the helmet. The helmet was pretty bitching back in the day. Right. So it was all, it was like red chrome. You know that thing's definitely right. hanging on the wall. Well, right, I'm right proud. So well, you tell Jackie I said kudos you're dogging for the guy it. for not being like a PDA dude or what. I'm not a Kenny. Kenny I, 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 I'm not. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't say anything. It's, it's I make me. out with my wife in public. We make out. No. Like, no. Oh yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Uh, hey Andrew, um, season season went. All right for you, third into points, tons of hole shots. How much of a disappointment, or was it, that you, you lost uh, second into points to Metcalf? I mean, obviously, uh, um, you know, you had some bad luck along the way, but do you look at the season as being successful? Uh, yeah, no. You know, I, I had a lot of uphill battles to fight, and it just seemed like uh, some things wouldn't go my way. And, you know, from my writing personally, I, I felt like I could deliver more, and, some of the situations I was presented with were really frustrating, but that's racing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think in my eyes I never gave up, and I gave it my best, and I enjoyed, uh, you know, going to the races, and that's what matters. And if I would have just quit and gave up and packed it in, um, then, yeah, that's a disappointing right. disappointment, you know. But I love racing. I love being there. And um, obviously I, I want to do better. Um, last year I finished second in points. This year to finish third is yeah, disappointment on the number side of it, but um, yeah, I was healthy, and I feel like you know, in the years to come, I'm going to get stronger and better, and that's what I look forward to. Right, right, yeah. No, I, we're just we, I did a podcast today, like a season-ending podcast with Wygant and JT, and we're like, we're like, he still got third in the points with some, with a couple DNFs, and like, yeah. you know, I mean, let's take it. Like everybody was like, oh, you know, Andrew got, you know, he's not doing that. What? Like, what's there know. to complain about? I know. Serious. I know. So. Hey, what are you what are you doing next year? Do you know? Are you anywhere closer to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still talking to a few people, and uh-huh. I'm excited to to see what happens. Yeah, but I'm nowhere near uh, getting getting finalized. A few people are stuff, um, but um, looking yeah. forward to kind of getting that all all wrapped up after motocross the nations. It seems like that's my mm-hmm. main focus right now. And once uh, you know that's over and done with, then I can focus on next year. How much uh, How much is Team Canada? How much thought have you put into Team Canada and what you got to do to beat them? Zero. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to underestimate anybody. <laughs> no, uh, it's going to be a fight. It's the biggest race of the year for everybody. Right. And uh, you know, Canada could be strong. So <laughs> come on, dude. He's laughing but, his ass Who knows? You know, like I, I've been putting a lot of effort into this race, and uh, I feel like I'm really well prepared. And I just got to focus, you know, on what I can do. And mm-hmm. I, I just can't wait for the whole experience. And, and I know you're looking forward to seeing Team Canada out there, but uh, yeah, well, I don't know. He's going to see him in practice. That's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I talked to a member of the team, and he was uh, he was really wondering, like, how f- he's never done a U.S. national, so he was wondering, like, oh, just shit. how quick everybody is. <laughs> he goes from a U- never a U.S. national to MX the Nations. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge gap, brother. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Um, uh, yeah, it's got to be pretty amazing for you. Like you said, you never thought Lakewood would get it because apparently Lakewood back in the day wasn't exactly the most pristine track. And here it goes and gets a national. 
you know? For me, growing up in Colorado, um, when I started getting faster on big bikes, Lakewood down. It wasn't any good anymore. And right. There's a lot better tracks uh, in the state. and So when I was doing the whole local scene here, you know, especially Lakewood, there definitely wasn't going to be a, a national there. But it, it's a real true testament to what David Claybaugh has done uh, to that track. And mm-hmm. for the sport in Colorado, it's huge. That guy has an awesome heart, and he's put a lot of effort in that place, and it shows. And his uh, desire to get a national and now motocross the nations is huge. I right. I would have never thought it could uh, to come, you know, be able to come here, and it's uh, I never thought I'd be part of it, you know, too, you know. So I'm living a dream for sure, and. I just uh, can't wait to see what it has in store for all of us. Uh, hey, if you want to call in and talk to Andrew Short, 702-586-7857. couple calls on hold right now. We'll get to those in a second. But call in and ask uh, Andrew Short anything you want. Um, Shorty, how, how's, your, uh, how's your press looking before this race? How much press are you looking to do? A lot? I mean, do they have you all booked up for a couple of days in advance, or what's the deal? With local, Actually, it's with not that local. bad because, uh, you know, it's not really like a Honda event. Normally, that's where a lot of it comes from. But mm-hmm. doing some stuff for Red Bull tomorrow. The Verb guys are coming out for the, the Red Bull stuff. And we're meeting up with some Broncos on Thursday. Oh, gosh. The so other is Euro Steve, guys. Is Steve Cox going to be there? Yeah. So, I don't know. A few things, but not too much. I wonder if Lonnie Paxson's going to be there. If you see Lonnie, just don't let him know. Lonnie Paxson's a, Who's a Lonnie? big advocate of, of motocross. and uh, he had a he has some property in Riverside. He had a b- huge BMX track he built in his backyard for all the local BMX kids. Uh-huh. And it wasn't a BMX like racetrack. It was like a dirt. So who is dirt he? He's a football player. He was on. He, oh. he's a long snapper. He was on the Patriots for a long time. He has a few Super Bowl rings. Is he on the Broncos? He's a, he's, he's on the Broncos now. He's a okay. county native. He's uh he was a shareholder in Wasted Space. He's a good friend of Kerry Hart's and Heath Pinner. And uh, I know he's a, it's a he, long he's, story to he's get. He's a to. huge motocross guy. He goes to all the supercrosses. Oh, and cool. I know he's a big fan of uh, you know of racing. So hopefully right. he's in, he's there. That's Actually, good. I think he is because they're all yeah. The long snapper is going to be there. <laughs> there you and, go. Uh, Jackie was all the long snapper, <laughs> and I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, you should see him. Turns out this dude's cool. Dude, those guys. There's long snappers on each team. That's all they do, and they get paid a lot of money, and they only snap the ball because I guess it's super hard to do hey, consistently. Huh. The dude's got a ring on his finger. He's big as a house. So He's got a ring on his finger. A ring, a Super Bowl ring. Three from, from what? The pa- oh, the Patriots. Patriots. All right. And he's big as a house. So if, if Shorty needs bodyguard protection right. that weekend or whatever, he's got him. But you'll be surprised. He is big, but he's not like like you would think like offensive lineman big. Buff me, like buff. Buff, dude. Hey. You can't even consider him, you dude. He's about. He's probably six one, six feet. Probably uh, weighs about two sixty. But and he's not just all muscle bound. He looks like a normal. You know, he's just a good long snapper. He's a good long snapper. He's a very big dude. Reggie pushes hey, the hey, uh, um, out. Hey, um, Shorty, how yeah. much would it take extra to ride for Kenny's team? Like, like say if Kenny would Kenny have to double any offer he had on the table to come ride here? <laughs> like, what would Careful it take? Careful what you say. Careful what you say right now. Big <laughs> things are coming out. Oh God, we've been hearing this all night. Big things, big things. Um, hey, I, I, like I said. All I want is a good motorcycle and to be around good people next year, and I'll be happy. So. Well, I could give you one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no laughter from Shorty. The bikes will be good. Just oh, I'm laughing. Oh, um, yeah, because you got to deal with Kenny. Hey, uh, um, I'm going to need a uh, Team USA pass from you this weekend because you know they have a little compound they board off, and you need a special pass to get into the USA pits. Hey. So I'm going to need one of those, Shorty. This sounds All like, right, yeah. This sounds like 
something strange is up. Like, Why? You're trying to man friend in on him or something like no, that. No, I mean, I have. I need a connection to get in to talk to Team USA. That's Trey, dude. Like, Trey, Trey's your new man friend. No, no. Come on now. Yeah, I'm seeing a like a battle royale. Like, you're trying to play him against Trey. Well, we already Trey made a joke him. earlier this show about how Dungey, Kennard, and Short are probably the nicest Team USA ever. Probably. You're like, oh, excuse me, True excuse that. me, excuse me. Off the track. Hey, yeah, off the track, not on the track. They'll, no, open, no. they'll open more doors for people than anybody else at the Yeah, they will. they will, for sure. Hey, how did that work with your passes? They did. I mean, I'm sure you have a pretty big uh, list of uh, family and friends up there that want to go. Yeah, it's not a uh, – yeah, I have a long list, but not very many passes. So I, I can barely get enough for my family. It's kind of different because it's all through FIM and right. – uh, the U.S. like what Mathis was saying with the U.S. and it all goes to the AMA. So I have yeah. I have enough for like my family and uh, that's about it. Let's uh, let's take this call here. We got a somebody wants to talk to Andrew Short. Wow, Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with Andrew Short. Who's this? How you feeling, Captain America? Oh, Moser's back. <laughs> Damn it, is my voice that recognizable? If I'm a has been, I'll hang up. You're right not now. a has been. You're far from being a has been. On his way. All right. But Moser, he did end up following you on Twitter. You're welcome. I know my my 29th follower. How ironic. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's moving on from there. Um, yes, please. You know if that's a boy boy or a girl yet, there, Andrew? Yeah, we're having a little boy. The the big dis- dispute is uh, whether it's going to be born December 30th or January 1st. Ooh. I'm kind of hoping the January 1st for Loretta Lynn's, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Me like I'm Tony Oleski, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> You know if I should fight this battle or not. Yeah, Some people yeah. say that the the tax write off or whatever, but I'm going for the Loretta Lynn's birthday. Uh, well, don't just don't math this. I'm not sure this is something you should bet on. You, you've uh, started a bit of a habit, it seems like, with your betting. And if you, if we want to bet on Andrew Short's child, I'm in. Wow, no doubt with Shorty, it's going to be out out of the gate early. So <sighs> I predict That's- an early birth. That's a great line. I'm not so gonna this lie. Guy's, this guy's wagering on the over/under, huh? Yeah. 30th yeah. I mean, with Shorty's whole shot skills, it's gonna baby's gonna come out early. No doubt is about there, it. Is there is there betting at the um, the race this weekend? Like, could we bet on the whole shot? Will, no. Does Vegas take that action? No, no, no. no. Definitely not. Uh, I would will bet. You, I would will bet you on take team. that action. No, I wouldn't do that. But it, 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 if Shorty grabs the whole shot and comes around the first turn. The, the place might just melt down. It just possibly could melt down right there because if people are going to be losing it. And he's doing the whole shot there. So and yeah, and he's, and he's known. If, if Ivan Tedesco's not in the gate, and he's not, Shorty's the guy. There you go. Thanks, Moser. Not, uh, not to get distracted from my favorite rider, but uh, JR, where, where the hell have you been, man? Um, well, truthfully, I've been taking care of my son, trying to make a couple bucks, and trying to remodel a house I just bought. So. And Mathis doesn't call me unless he needs something, and that was his Pulpamax T-shirts and his hats that I brought over. Yeah, Moser, you got to buy them, dude. They're sick. Sign I will up. be debuting that shirt and hat this weekend at the One Across the Nations. Sounds sounds excellent on all accounts. All right. All right. Thanks, Moser. Later. Bye. Get your PayPal accounts out. Get the hats. Get the Pulpamax show. You're on the air with Andrew Short. Who's this? Gentleman Nash calling in. Nash is back. Definitely. Finally. Um. Uh, Shorty, congratulations. Uh, I know you're going to do awesome, like everybody's saying, because you are going to do awesome as well as the rest of the team. Um, we'll definitely be watching and, and listening live. Um, as 
first of all, I wanted to just say it was cool to have you on the Bottom Line Show when you guys dubbed in the thing that you're like, take that, and you oh. some chicken wings. That was awesome. Shorty, you didn't even want to do that. No, nah, I was a little scared. I know, but it turned out awesome, didn't it? It yeah, was it was, very you know, good. How people get start hey, talking. I know. You but should be honest. How many dumb ideas have you thrown Shorty's way and he's declined? <laughs> Why do you bit. think I'm on the show tonight? He couldn't <laughs> find anybody. If he knows, I'll come on. Bull crap, dude. Bull crap. I, with the Disnations, I needed a member of Team USA. Dungy's not picking up the phone. Wow. So. Yeah, well, see, see, I'm your guy. That will pick up the phone. See. But what about Trey? He, he would have picked up the phone. <laughs> I mean, I went with you, Shorty. God. I don't know. I mean, I could have had Timmy. I was thinking about Timmy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> when, are, when aren't you? Yeah, no kid. Wow. The other night when I was with my wife. No, I thought about him too. Uh, all right, Nash, what's your, what's your, what's your question? I, I'm just curious as to when, when did Honda let you ride 2011 bikes and when are you able to race them? I mean, is it mid-July? Is it early August? What's the, what's the real answer? Uh, I haven't ridden a 2011 bike and. Um, I probably probably won't until uh, I get a contract. So my, my uh, deal ends in ten days, and um, typically with the factory bikes, it, it's not a big change. You always have updated parts, mm-hmm. and they trickle in throughout the year, and it, unless it's a, a huge change like a model change. Obviously, from two thousand eight to two thousand nine was a big change for the Honda four hundred and fifty, and after Which, that, the subtle changes you kind of get throughout the year. So, so if they were going to a new year, yeah, using that, would they? privy that bike to to you guys and Millsaps and whoever and Kevin and whoever else. Yeah, well, the 2008 to 2009 change, I rode that in the middle of the summer um, while we were riding nationals, and it was kind of depressing because you get a new bike, and it's so cool and exciting, and then you look at your old bike, and you have to go race it, and that's tough. So I think those models, they come out, you know, Three years. they come over a lot sooner, but it <laughs> depends on when your contract ends and if you're going to be on the team the following year and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I know Ivan rode the bike a lot earlier than me because mm-hmm. he had a contract in place, and I didn't get to ride it until I signed a contract for the next year. So mm-hmm. it's uh, typically one of those deals. Interesting, interesting. Well, hey, don't shy away from doing another voiceover. Great luck. Pass it on. Everybody's rooting for you guys. Well, no brainer there. that's if the show comes back, Nash. I'm not sure if, if we did a good I mean, the show's not. Mathis, are you kidding me? How many hits do you get on that? I got to find a sponsor, Nash. You're talking not... about sponsors and model year and I had to that? pay. I had to pay a dude to edit that thing and shoot it and everything. I'm not Andrew Short with his video camera doing hey, awesome hey, jobs. We don't get hey, why t- do they call that guy Team Wolf? Because uh, he had massive hair a couple years ago. <laughs> he had a hair. hair helmet. He yeah. had a chin strap. Shorty, you saw his hair, his old haircut. It was everywhere. Yeah, that dude's rad, though. He's cool. Yeah, he is cool. He's a good dude. Hey, I like the videos, man. They make me laugh when I'm eating my lunch. That's I'm, all that I'm matters, sure. Nash. Thanks, man. Cheers. See you, right, See you. Bye. Pop MX Show, you're on the air with Andrew Short. Who's this? This is uh, Nunley in New Mexico. How are you guys doing? What up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. Just congratulations to uh, Short on getting a donations pick. I'm really happy to see that he gets to raise his hometown race and represent America. And my question had to do with uh, the number system that he had uh He's running a number three. It looks super good on him. Just wondering if he was going to change his career 29 to anything else. There, there you go. Good question, Nunley. Yeah, um, the number three looks cool, especially with all the donation stuff. But uh, I'm 29, and I, I, I don't think I could really move uh, anywhere else unless I won a national championship. Then you can get Fif- one through 10. But 15's available. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and, he's uh, trying it'd too take hard. a couple years for me to ride that without me. People call me Tim Ferry, and you being in my pit all the time. So, <laughs> Shorty, so, run I, like I, the wind, dude. Run like the wind. 
Yeah. I know. I want a guy. You know what? Like I told, I, I really pissed off Brayton because I was in a fit of rage. I said, "You're not worthy of uh of 15." And then I started thinking, like, wait a minute. Like I better get a guy like Shorty or Brayton or somebody like that. Like somebody that I better take. Somebody that's classy enough to take that number over some kid that I don't like. You know what I mean? So. I thought you liked everybody. You're kind of settling. That's what you're saying. Shorty can have 15. There's no doubt. Well, that that's without question, but he doesn't want it. Cause you, oh, he wants it. No, you come attached to it. <laughs> hey, uh, Andrew, how much uh, how much feedback have you gotten on those videos you've been making on your website, andrewshort.com? Those things are pretty cool. You definitely spend some time on it. And as a guy that's trying to get into video editing, my wife won't let me have a Mac. Uh, it's really hard to do, and you seem to have gotten a good grasp of it. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun. I enjoy doing it. And, you know, some weekends it's it's a lot more fun than others. You know when you're right. putting noise yeah. around people and the Southwick yeah, video was video tough, was huh? Cool. And then other weeks it's <laughs> kind of like you're you're so bummed and you just can't wait for the next race. There's, you don't really want to put anything up, and that that's tough. But um, I like it. It's cool. Um, right. I don't know. People say stuff, but not, not a lot. Like the people I'm around at the races, they're used to that stuff. I think it's the fans that. <laughs> Don't really get to see behind the scenes stuff that much, and, and right. they're the ones that appreciate it a little more. And um, you got so cool. you got credit for me for putting out a Southwick video. <laughs> that one must have been pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. tough. <laughs> uh, I believe I believe you shot some of that before you left, so you can always run that that footage. Yeah, no, Nunley, thanks for the call. Hey, no thanks. I think you guys. I'll see you guys up there uh, Friday. Yeah, come by and say hi. I'll love to talk to you. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Find Kenny. He'll be yeah, in there. He'll be there. Kenny in the pits. He'll be the guy in the stars and stripes uh, speedo. He'll be, he'll be the guy in the sleeve. Hey, what the day shirt. is the race? Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Okay. Saturday is qualifying. Sunday. Hey, you're MX3, right, Shorty? Yeah, you're MX3. Yeah. Same class, Tim Ferry Road. Yeah. Oh God. He hung up. He's over it. So, can we make this official after Timmy's retirement party? Are you like done talking about him or what? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so these are the numbers available right now. Three, four, six, eight, and ten, and fifteen. Three is not available. Mike Brown. Four. Four is retired. They retired number four. I think so. Shorty. He hung up. I told you that. Six. Oh, he did. Yeah. Six. I didn't even hear. Him. He hung up. Yeah, he said bye. He had to go. Papa Mac show. Hello. Hola. That's probably Shorty right there. Changing a diaper. Trying to call. He really did leave. He said, bye. i got to change the diapers on. So, of your, of your numbers. Well, Han's number 10. His well, number eight. No, it's not permanent. Yeah, that's what I thought. All, I made him sick. It's not so permanent. 10's open. 10, 11. 11's open. Uh, I think Brayton's taking 11. But I'm saying, uh, of what's open? 10, 11, 15. 15. 17. Busher. But that's, no, that's, that's, that's not, permanent. not permanent. You're right. 10, 11, 15, 17. Mm-hmm. Then you go into, what, 21? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Dude, this is some serious hardcore fans if you know these numbers. Wow. What's after 21? 67. Yes, 67. Then that would also include 68. Hey, who... Uh, who so there's, uh, there's a few. I, I was most confused over Tommy Hahn. I thought that number was permanent. I mean, ten. He was really close, but no, God. he was the first guy. Hey, what about like, what about this, dude? Does does Kyle Regal get a permanent number? No. Why well, you have to finish what? 
Nick, I think Nick Way was 10th, right? On no, the, Regal doesn't get a permanent number. Why? What did he finish in the series? 11th or 12th. Well, it's overall. It's overall. So Supercross was because he rode two at the F. So. But it doesn't matter. He got more points than anybody. It's, no, no, it's top. Yeah, the, combined the, all your points. Top 10. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Shorty said we I hung up on him. Nick was the 10th, I think, of top 10 total. Supercross motorcycles. Hey. Nick Way was 10th. Did I hang up on you? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Kenny said that you said bye and had to go. <laughs> I heard that, and then after I heard that, it's all clink. <laughs> you're, you're all, yeah, he said he had to go. He had to change the diaper real quick. I'm like, he did? Well, I was not, sometimes I look at the board or the chat room or the computer or whatever. Mathis, you're a sucker sometimes. Yeah, hey, I guess I am. Hey, do you change, do you change diapers? Uh, not very often. I yeah. have. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I talked to you. I talked to Reed. I talked to Tedesco. All you guys are afraid of the poo. <laughs> and it's your own kids. I, I, I would struggle with that, too. Dude, I think I've changed as many or maybe more diapers than my wife. Wow. We're, wow. we're, we're close neck and neck. Wow. I pick up dog poo. Does that count? No. It's gross. No. It's different? Different. Dude, okay. I, I trip out in my neighborhood. They have those things when you walk your dog. Every, like, block, they have the little bag hanging oh, yeah. thing. Because I live in a, a upper-class neighborhood. Not He's like so full of people. it, dude. Um, what about your neighborhood, Short? Do they have uh, the hey, doggy things? Uh, all right, let's let's move on. This dude's like on a ranch somewhere, dude. Give it up. Hey, uh, he has animals. He has cows and horses yeah. wandering everywhere. Poo's yeah, we like, have cow pies everywhere and stuff. Yeah. Who's good for the grass? Hey, who are you racing, at? MX3? Who's going to be your guy? Is Caroli racing MX3? Someone, I have no idea, told dude. me that. You don't know? I, no, I just know there's going to be a ton of fast people there, and i got to go fast. I know yeah. Kyle, Kyle Keese is racing MX3. Ex-brand goggle athlete for Canada. From what? Ex-brand goggle athlete from Canada, Kyle Keast. Canada, what state? He is, is in MX3. Where are they? Where are they from? You know who is MX3? That is Ken Rocks. No, Roxon. I love that guy's name, dude. That's a, such a porn star name, Ken Rocks. <laughs> it's Roxon. No, it's Rocks to me. I don't care about Rocks. If I ever meet that guy, I'm gonna call him Rocks. Hey, what, 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 uh, what gossip you got for us, uh, Shorty? Silly season stuff. Dude, I'm out of the loop. I'm out, I'm over here in Colorado. I know, but you hear a lot of stuff. What's going on? Yeah, dude, I don't know a lot, but when's this thing all going to start happening? I don't know. You know what seems uh, crazy to me? Ryan Morris is here. He, he's married to my sister. Yeah, I'll see him. All the lights guys are like signed. Right. And all the 450 guys are just sitting waiting. I don't know. Is is, is Morris staying where he is? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 he knows. Uh, <laughs> well, I heard Troy Lee Honda earlier, but then uh, now I, I don't, don't think, think he's riding there. Okay. So. I don't know. I could go ask him real quick if he can comment. Yeah, ask him. Ask him. Let's get it on there. Hey, Mo. Oh, he's sleeping on the couch. Oh, he's Wake sleeping. Him up. Wake yeah. him up. <laughs> All those nationals must have wore him out. Hey, Hannah, can you comment on his deal next year? Uh, she's giving me the what's up fingers, so I don't know. Oh. oh, boy. I, I would say, yeah, he's probably going to stay with his team, but that, that's not official, I guess. Okay, all right. I mean, I don't know he, if I'm getting him in trouble dude, or he's, what. Well, why would you? I don't understand. Yeah, why would you get in trouble? Anyways, dude, I don't know. You know how people are oh, all sensitive about that stuff. I know. He, hey, that's if why I don't want to say nothing about your gossip. That's what you're all about, Mathis. Getting in trouble, yes, I know. Yeah, that's I know. why you get paid. You uh, write junk about all of us. Morris is definitely a front runner for a title. Dude, yeah, he's old, mature. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> yeah, all those, yeah, like all those young punks. Right. He, I mean, if you're going to hire somebody, I would hire him. For well, six, I'm a little worried about his national results, Shorty. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
who cares? Shorty, the next agent. I know, right? Yeah. So, Shorty, what do you got going on if it's not that big a deal? People get all pissed. Talking to a few people, right? Yeah, uh, that's what, that was my politically correct answer. Those wow. few people have names? Who, who is Kenny hiring next year, do you think? I don't know, but apparently I don't have enough tattoos because I haven't gotten a phone call. Wow. Well, obviously you haven't talked to Fred. Cause you oh, maybe he has. I don't know. It, it was... It was it was assumed you wouldn't bring the family and everything to Vegas. I think Kenny's team, hey. honestly, I think Kenny's. I haven't said this to him personally. I'm going to say it on the air. I think Kenny's team is being driven by an agency, and I don't know if that's a good idea. Kenny, I just said that. I think you're 100 percent wrong. It's not being driven by anyone, but the man himself, I Corey Hart. <laughs> he will sing. He wears the sunglasses at night. I, I'm just saying, Kenny. I, I know that the agency's heavily involved in some of the sponsors and getting. They're not it. picking our riders, dude. I'm telling you that hey, right now. Why not just put it out there? What? Yes or no? Would Shorty ride for H and H? Okay. There, there's your question, Shorty. I thought it was for you, Watson guy. Dude, guy. Hey, he already said it. He said the check. I'm looking at a. I'm looking at a blank check right now. It says Andrew Short. There's no dollar amount, and it's got a signature on it. Hey, Shorty said if he had a good bike and good people around him, he would ride for H and H. He'd ride for any team. Okay, so Kenny's out. Math is the new team manager. Yeah. Shorty's in. Well, where's that? Where's where's (laughs) Chad? What's Chad Reed gonna do? Is he just gonna let us know on a Twitter, Shorty? Uh huh. Is he just going to let us? Huh? Is he going to let us know on Twitter? Is it going on Twitter? No, I mean, what what's Chad Reed doing? Is he going to ride for Honda? I don't know, dude. Is he starting his own team? Or I don't know. Are you guys teammates? I don't know anything that's going on with that guy. Yeah. KTM. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know him that well. But yeah, I just keep seeing on Twitter he's on Honda with like PC suspension and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Weird deal. Pulpa Mech Show. You're on the air with Andrew Short. Who's this? Hey, it's Roger. What's up? What's up, Roger? Thank you is for... Is this the uh, Is this the Coster? Roger D? No. Uh, no. Bummer. No. We'll take you, though. No. You speak better. All right, go ahead. Hey, I live in San Diego. We've been following Andrew for a long time uh, when he raced with Motor World. And uh, just want to say good luck this weekend and have a good time. Thanks, man. I appreciate That's, it. You have no question. You just want to say that. Yep, pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. We, okay. What's wrong with our that? Motor, Motor World's our local dealer. He used to race for those guys and yep. kind of followed him since then. And awesome. Brian Junkie, good dude. Him doing good. Brian Junkie, good guy. Yep. Weren't they the sponsor of our show? They were. At one time. They were so. a sponsor when very, Paul very Lindsay early. was in your seat. Hey, why, why hate on the guy for just I'm not hating on the guy. I thought he had a question. Uh, hey, he had words of wisdom. Okay. Hey, hey, Shorty, who's your alternate? Thanks, for, Roger. Do you guys have an alternate this year or are you guys just going for it? For donations? Yeah, who's the alternate? I don't even know. Like, let's yeah, say, I don't let, think there is one. Let's say Dungey uh, weeds himself up tomorrow. Who's racing? I don't know. Maybe we can still Kyle Regal. He's the only one still riding. I don't like know. Ride that yellow bike, probably. Right? Yeah, it'd be last Matt Moss. Oh wait, no. You ah. So you don't even know. It's the guy that always gets the whole shots over you there at Lakewood. It's hot sauce. Your favorite guy. It's hot sauce. I can't tell you that. You're going to have to wait and see when you get there. Why, why am I going to wait to see who's the alternate? Are they because gonna it's eating them? you up right now. And no, you want to know who it is. There's so no chance. There's no chance Hot Sauce is an alternate. Okay, for I'm telling you. I know who the alternate is, and he will be there, and it's not Ivan Tedesco. Okay, all right. Fantastic. Okay. Look at Kenny. I know something you don't know. And Shorty, you really don't know? Yeah, I really don't know. How does Kenny know? Because Kenny and Roger talk so much. Yeah. <laughs> who okay. is it? 
<laughs> you got you're dying right now, aren't you? Well, why don't you let the listeners in? And clearly, t- we've got something better to talk about than what Kenny knows and we don't. Right? We got Andrew Short on the line. No, this is awesome. I love it. Hey, ah. Shorty, you watching SF going in for the two pointer to tie the game? The minute oh, left. Yeah, I'm in the other room talking to you because the computer's in there. I don't want any feedback. Yeah, no yeah, good idea. Well, there's you're a, missing there's out. a delay. There's a delay. So that's a smart yeah. move. Yeah, um, a awesome take. No. Oh, then they don't get in. Come up short. And they two over. two point spread. Kenny, who is it? Are hey, you making this up? You're making this shit up. Wants to know. He, 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 you're going to mess him up mentally. Okay, it's not us. Josh Grant. It's not. Hey, Kyle so where's Josh Grant going to go, Kenny? I could see Josh Grant. No, you know what? We talked about Josh Grant earlier. Hey, I'll tell you, Shorty. I was, I was at, you know, you know the guys at J-Star, right? Yeah. Uh, they had a little, uh, like a poker tournament on, uh, oh, that's in. That's a touchdown. Ball's going to cross the line. Uh, J-Star had a little poker thing going on on Friday night, and uh, Josh showed up. Uh, he went to a concert, and he showed up afterwards, and uh, he was head-to-toe rock star. Mm. Um, and I go, oh, so rock star. And he said, ah, it looks that way, so... That makes me either think one or two things. Uh, it's either I'm thinking either Suzuki or Valley myself, but I'm leaning more towards Valley than Suzuki. Mm. There we go. Big this response from Shorty there. Papa Mexico, you're on the air with Andrew Short. Who's this? Hey, this is Ryan again. I'm trying not to be a Nasher has been, but what's up? <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Hey, uh, good luck to you, Andrew. Um, uh, hope you do good and everything. Hope you win. And uh, stuff like that. But bringing up an old topic, uh, if you guys uh, ain't got much going on, could you give Josh Hansen a call? I heard he's the alternate for uh, Team USA. Damn it, I didn't want you to say that. Dude. Is it Hansen, huh? Yeah. I no. don't think Mathis will call Hansen right now. I think he's scared. <laughs> well, we already tried. and He won't pick up you the didn't phone. Try, you, you didn't try tonight. No, but he knows we're on to him because he called oh. back and he found out. All right. Fine. That's cool. I understand. I understand. There, but you know what? Hanny as an alternate for Team USA would be a good idea. <laughs> he is? Hey, dude. I, I heard it. I heard it. I got an inside line. I can't tell you. Hanny who, is but, Colorado. Uh, He's a Colorado native. Right? Yep. Right, Shorty? Yeah, dude. His yeah. parents live like 10 minutes from where I'm at right now. It makes right. a lot of sense if you really think about it. Uh, there's uh, a 450. Porcel. Porcel's 450. Yep. Cowie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you never know. He could. It could be. But you know what? I'm going to say that you're not even warm. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ryan. For really? You. All right. Later, guys. Thanks. Uh, hey, Shorty, I'll tell you, but just don't tell nobody, okay? Okay, <laughs> Kenny. Just promise you don't tell anybody. And, and just uh, I'll give you a hint. He, you, you, he's been on your team for the last few races. Oh, uh, yeah. K-Dub. He is going to be at the race. So, yeah, that makes sense. And you have two bikes there. There we go. Kevin Wendell. We have two bikes. All and right. his mechanic will be there. Well, I don't know if it's his mechanic, but right. Carlos will be right. there. Dun, dun, dun. Here's Kenny. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, uh, no, okay, yeah. Look at that. Zoomed in. It's a, it's a two pointer. Um, Kevin, Wynn, that's a good. That's a good alternate. Awesome. Yeah. Alternate. I mean, short of pulling the hey. fifth, short of pulling Ferry out of the crowd. Why we got to talk about that? Alternate means something bad might have happened at. Any one of those Who's going to fill in if Trey Kennard gets hurt on the lights bike? There. Kevin Windham? Kevin Windham. <laughs> hey, you rode it at Unadilla last year. He did. You're right. Well, why you're can't right. we just support our three that are going? That's what I don't know. Um, I don't I'm supporting them. No, okay, fantastic. Good. I can't wait. I'm very excited for this Dude, race, I think we're going to kill everybody. I think Shorty, 
Hey. Trey, everybody, that's a touchdown of, right there. Of all the it's two point conversion. Yeah. Captain America titles behind them. Who are some other greats? I mean, you, you're you're you know you got we, Captain America Shorty, right? right? We got Captain America Randy Couture. That's oh, good, that's good company to keep. No, the yeah, I guess I don't know anything about MMA stuff. Oh, what about the Captain America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm with okay. you. Okay, so Shorty's in some good company, right? Yeah. No, he's got a yeah comic great, book hero. Great things to come. Um. All right. Hey, Shorty. We gotta wrap this up. Later, Shorty. Yeah, things to do. Good here. luck this weekend, bro. Hey, yeah, good luck this weekend, man. I'm gonna see you there. Uh, please uh, acknowledge my existence at least by Matt, saying hi. Please stay away from. Hey, me. just please hold Jackie's hand, please, for me. Just I'll hold my hand and I'll wave to Mathis. All right, yeah, make sure. And Mathis, if he does, you need to get that, take a picture of it, and post it and send it to me. Fantastic, I will. All <laughs> right, hey, Andrew, good luck this weekend, dude. Tell say hi to your family, and I wish you the best of luck, my friend. Bring yeah, it home. Thanks, thanks, guys, for having me on. See Thank you. you. Bring see it see home. You. Bring it home. Red, white, and boo. I feel like Shorty was a little distracted in our interview. In our interview? Yeah. Uh, he'll be all right. Maybe we were distracted. I, I would say it's the other way around. Yeah, Maybe I don't think it. it's a good idea to have a football game on everything. at the end. Yeah, Monday shows during Monday night football could be a bit of a distraction. could have a problem. Yeah, Papa Mex show, you're on the air. Who's this? Yeah, hi, my name is Arjay, and I got a question for you guys, both of you, I guess. Well, since the Supercross is long time over, I just wonder how come in still on magazines um, you get. Stewart running his red number plate and still advertising like he's number one in a Supercross. Yeah, I saw that. Actually, last time we had Larry Brooks on the show, he, he addressed that. They had no other numbers, and so they slapped on a number well, one. Well, he's for number a, seven. Yeah, they didn't have any sevens. So it was either number one or a blank plate, and they were doing a photo shoot, and it was kind of an error, an, an oversight on the team's fault. They just had no number sevens. I mean, if you don't believe it, I guess you you know. No, 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 no. No, I believe it. I, ju- I just wanted. Okay, yeah. no, I didn't listen to that podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that would answer my question. I think it's just kind of you know rude, <laughs> even running if they don't have a different you know plate because right. somebody else is the champ. I agree. You're right. Yeah, exactly. And it would have been. I think there were a few people that were a little miffed at that. You know what I mean? Riders in the yeah. pits or whatever. I think that. People were a little uh, pissed about that, like just whatever. But uh, yeah, good point. Where was this at? Just on a cover of magazines and stuff. He had number one, and he wasn't number one anymore. So yeah, all right. I appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, man. All right, have a good one. Bye. All right, bye. There we go. Guy not happy with uh. Yeah, I kind of don't buy that excuse though. Yeah, you can buy it. You can not buy it. I don't know. I mean, you know uh, your number for the year. Right. Right. Yeah, I can't believe blowing me up. Going, you better shut up. This shit's crazy. Yeah, I believe I, 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 yeah, Mark, I understand. You know, I, I just know that, you know, when you print your stuff at the beginning of the year, they print out you mass shit. Mass. So I can't believe that, you know, li- knowing what a good job Larry does that that's, you know, got you know over his head. But hey, yeah. well, funnier, thi- funnier things have happened. What was on yeah. his jersey? Chanceability. <laughs> uh, Chanceabilities of that happening were obviously. I, I just I can't see them being like uh, I can't see them being like, uh, you know, you know what? We know we're number seven. But let's ride with the number one because we are like you know. There's no no grand no, conspiracy no behind way, it, you know. Sure. No way. It's right. just like ah, I'm doing a photo shoot. Slap some stickers on. Let's yeah, go. You know. Sure. Um, no grand conspiracy. Hey, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Yep. Pulp Mech Show. What's the matter, boss. Kenny? What's wrong? It's already over. I love this place. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Kenny's been dying to leave for like the last half hour. No, I haven't. I thought we you've been right. a little you've been a little mellow, Kenny, tonight. I need to be. That's what people want, man. I just need to. <laughs> Chill out a little bit. I think they like you getting really excited. 
Uh, you got me a little heated there for a second when you told me I cut people off. You do, but it's part of your, part so of why we love you. Is, is like is this his official goodbye or what? I mean, no, he's got a few more shows. Yeah, he's what's got, he under contract for? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so Turns out the check I wrote him so wasn't he, even valid. He's been, he's been talking to a few people. And <laughs> yeah, this like guy writes me a check, and the, and okay, I don't first of all, you, you 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 the original check you washed and you lost it. Okay, yeah, and then the second one, he gives me a check, and I come over and get the check, and then he tells me, "Don't cash it. I don't know what account it's from. I don't have them. There's nothing in there." Yeah, I, I mean, I wrote him a check that I thought was from another account, and uh, it turns out it wasn't. It was I don't know what account it's from. Yeah. In Mathis's defense, I mean, the money he owes you versus the amount that you've spent in headsets, it's probably a wash. <laughs> no, it's not because sponsors, uh, we have we get money from our sponsors, and I guarantee you that's Who's your headset sponsor, bro? Well, nobody. I'm the no Racer's one. Edge, JGR. And X-Brand. Rockwell, X-Brand. We don't even do the X-Brand tear-off no more. Sorry, Rich. Oh, Steve no just gets way too crazy. <laughs> and Kenny's Corner got All right, clipped. you know what? Fine. Kenny's Fine. Corner got stock-blocked in the Fine. corner. It's the X-Brand Goggles Tear-Off yeah. timing is everything. There you go, X-Brand Goggles. Goggles. result of 25 years of Goggle technology. They've been around that long, huh? 25 years? Yeah. Well, if you count Rich's job at Smith and stuff, 25 years of Goggles. Are, are they putting Hook in there, too? Yeah, I think Hook's in there, too. 15 seconds on, 15 seconds on the clock. Kenny has 15 seconds to answer these questions um, as far as what... Uh, what do you think? Yes or no? I wrote some oddball ones up tonight, Kenny. They're maybe not standard fair. Perfect. But, all right, 15 seconds or, or less. Kenny, where's Christophe Purcell going to end up? KTM. Why? The connection. The European. Okay. Are you just saying that, or do you have some inside information? Uh, I have a little inside information, but I think that's why I felt that anyways from the get-go. Okay. All right, Kenny. Uh, what's your favorite rock concert you've ever been to? Uh, and Why? It would have to be that I went to the Rush concert not too long ago. It's the first rock concert concert I went to. But before that, I have to say Iron Maiden and Fastway at the Long Beach Arena in, like, 1989. All right. And the, the Kill 'Em All tour was insane, too, with uh, Metallica. Metallica. But, Iron uh, Maiden and who? Fastway. Fastway. Never heard of Fastway. Yeah, neither did I, but they were good. Okay. But uh, Iron, Iron Maiden definitely is probably my top metal band of all time. Why is New Orleans kicking a field goal right now? Because they just drove the field. There was the 20 field. seconds left. They just no, drove no. the field in 45 seconds. That's what I'm saying. They're on like the, They're on the 20 yard line or something. Oh, chip, sing, chip shot. Singletary is Look at Singletary. He's <laughs> throwing mojo. Yeah. Quarterback doesn't know what happened. The D just buckled. Oh, they jumped. They jumped. Nice. The other team jumped. Let's go. Last question, Kenny. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. What is your favorite food ever and why? Ooh. You know what? I'd have to say my mom's pork chops and applesauce. Nice. <laughs> or my mom's stuffed peppers. Fantastic. Pork chops and applesauce. I was like, I could have answered that in like two seconds. X-Brand! Um, Sweet. All right. Time for Kenny's Corner. The Kenny Thorne. I'm kind of a big Let's go through this. People I didn't say that we had to be in the corner. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. F*** you if you don't like it. Suck it. Two people tonight on Kenny's Corner. Tell me your best story you have. AMAJ. Remember AMAJ? Yeah, very okay. well. All right. Did you ever get in a fight with him? Did of you course. Ever? Okay. Of course. <laughs> Jay's dad was around before Jay. Yes. And, yes. Uh, uh. Jay, uh... 
Jay Jay used to come to the races with his dad. He was, uh-huh. you know, and then all of a sudden he steps in and he's he's this guy. And he was, you know, the guy that used to work in tech, and then he worked his way up. And as soon as he got all the way up, he all of a sudden became this icon. He thought, and uh, he he changed a little bit on me. And uh, we used to uh, we used to get. It into used to be a, about the music. Yeah, he. We used to get into it quite a bit, and uh, he used to be a reason. You know, you could reason with him, and he would understand. But then he just when. Uh, uh, Matlock, is that his name? Steve Whitelock. Matt- Wetlock, uh, Donut Lock, whatever his name was. Um, so he started working with him. He was just, I don't know, the guy brainwashed him, and he turned into this different guy. So I don't know what really happened to Jay, where he's at, um, but I uh, missed the guy. living in New York. Saw him at the Unidilla. Do- cool. Doing well. Uh, second name, Kenny's Corner, Michael Brandis. Oh, dude, that guy was amazing. That that was the only guy that I ever knew um, I remember, I don't know if you were there, um, uh, I want to say it was like 99 uh-huh. at um, Binghamton. Well, Brandis was riding a 125, and it was the year, what was the year um, Rhino? No, it had to be before that because Rhino was riding the class. He was riding for Mitch. Dude, he had a big board in his bike yeah. that would hole shot every <laughs> time he rode. Terry Varner did his stuff, and... Brian Keeney was his mechanic then. Really? I didn't know Brian Keeney. Worked Brian Keeney, yeah. that's where yeah. he started from. Oh, okay. With Brandis. And, dude, he used to pull the rip in his hole shots. And I remember he used to be, like, at the hotel the night before just partying, drinking beers, and just talking. He goes, I, he, and no one knew why. Because he would say, I'm getting the hole shot. And that dude, <laughs> Brandis was a character. He used to date Sandra Peters. He and did? And people don't know who Sandra Peters is. Her dad is Stu Peters, who owns CMC. And they would do all the local... California races as Golden State, Transcals. Well, Brandish used to rake up in Cowie Bucks, and, and uh-huh. he'd go to those races. Well, they got into a big blowout, and they owned Sunrise at the time. Uh-huh. And he showed up, and it was like a Transcal, a big race. Right. And they wouldn't let him in the gate. <laughs> Because of Sandra, she she was like, no. And then he you said, can, no. You can do that? You cannot. Like yeah. That. And then he came in and they said he was trespassing. You need to get out of here or they're going to call the cops to get him arrested. No yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Dude. He was so pissed. It was awesome, Kenny said. <laughs> I was glad because my guy did good. Who was your guy? Uh, I believe it was Factory Phil then. All right. That's funny. Good yeah, story. Good Kenny's Corner. And that has been this edition. This edition of, of this. Suck it. Oh, what happened? What happened, Mathis? Oh Knocking water over on my deal. Fumble-lion. Lucky this is mine. I never touched anything. Like I know anymore. I did it. Oh. I did it. My bad. I knocked Let's, water uh, all over the computer. Yep, which Oops. I knew would happen. I've said it a bunch of times. It's finally it's show, show number, I believe, 32. It's finally happened. Is it? We've only really done 32. Well, you haven't done things? 32. Uh, how many have and I Now done? the cord's going to be all jacked up. Let's take a listen to this while we watch Kenny fumble. Dude, this is awesome. Kenny you like this?
What are we Did doing? you put this on your phone? No, I should. I want to do it on my ring. Do you asked me to send it to you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah, saved yeah. it. Remix or yeah, I don't know. Some listener sent it in. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know what? Nice. I wonder I wonder what Sandra Peters is up to. I wonder what she's doing. I mean, she was always on the message board. She was always showing up. Uh -huh. She worked for the Still AMA is. for a long time. I don't I don't go on the board, so I don't know. But there. She, was a, she, she was a cool chick. She would always show up at Pennywise concerts and strung out shows. and She was cool. She is cool. I mean, unless Brenda's like killed her dog or something, not letting him in the sunrise is not cool. Weak. Because he's got a race, you know? I, I don't know. I just Dude, that, you know what? That's an awesome idea. We should get a hold of Sandra Peters and have her be a co-host on this show. She doesn't like me. Something well, happened years ago. What happened? I don't, I don't remember. I have no idea. She doesn't like me. We got in a fight over something. I oh, really? I don't remember what or what. Involved Jason Fernet somehow. Oh, say no but. more. All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening tonight. Thank you to Davey Coombs. Thank you to uh, Randy Yoho. Thank you to Andrew Short for coming on. Thank you to Moser for calling in twice. Thank you, JR, yep. for coming to show. Kenny, thank you for showing up standard. early this time, too. Standard, standard. Hey, hey. Get your PayPal going, dude. Sell these hats. Sell these T-shirts. Look for Pulp Max shirts. Uh, Give not me my money back. Okay. All right. Uh, dude. Dude. Thank you to TREMX.com. Check them out on the web. Pulp MX show, all caps. Uh, you get a discount. Thank you to X-Brand Goggles. 40% off discount. Xcode 2010 is what you want when you check out. JGRMX.com. Thank you, Koi, for listening to every show. Thank <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> uh, JGRMX, for what you do for us. Yeah, you guys are the leaders, bro. The liaisons. You guys are the liaisons of, of Super. And uh, next week we will be back on Monday uh, with a show about the motocross of nations. So um, you're making it for sure. I mean, you're claiming it right now. Monday. We might be an hour late, but we're, we'll be on a show. We'll be on the air we're next week. It. Yes. Doing I don't know if Kenny's going to even watch the nations or know what's going How on. How am I going to watch it? It's on the internet. It's on the internet. For uh, you I know. definitely won't watch it. But if, if it's on the internet, I won't watch it. But uh, <laughs> well, all right. There you have it. How there. come it's not on TV? I don't know. It's the biggest race in American, like, on soil. It'll be on TV like a month later, huh? It, it, I don't think it's even on TV. Was it on Ustream? I think last year. It was broadcast, like, way I later. I don't think like so. Six, eight Anyways, whatever. Dumb. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Peace. We'll see you next week on the Pulp Mech Show. Later, Peace. skaters. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. <laughs> You're so wise, but like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.